Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. What's going on, everybody? My name's Dave LaGreca. This man behind me is Larry Dallas. We're the host of Busted Open on Sirius XM Rush 93, Monday through Friday, along with Bully Ray. It is fantastic seeing this place so packed as WrestleMania week is the biggest week in wrestling, biggest week in sports entertainment, but SummerSlam week is now going to be on the map because of New York City. All right. And we're going to kick it off with the man who's the king of podcasts. Oh my God, yes he is. I mean, he has more contacts in that Rolodex than anyone I know. He's the greatest wrestling podcaster out there. And our co-worker at SiriusXM. Oh, hell yeah. And I tell you what, of all the things that we've done, the greatest honor for me is that we're introducing this man. Yes. This man, the great, the one and only, Sam Roberts. Let's go. Get on your feet for the man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. This is for you, buddy. From New York, here is Sam Roberts. How great are these busted open guys, huh? Sit down, Larry. Sit down, Dave, both of you. Thank you very much. I love all of you, and I really appreciate you guys coming out. It's a, it's a really exciting week, and it always is for SummerSlam. SummerSlam has become, like, like you were saying, Larry, WrestleMania week is like this amazing festival of everything sports entertainment, but it's very mainstream, isn't it? SummerSlam week has become the week that's for us. Like, SummerSlam week is the week that I wanted to have an event that we could just geek out about wrestling, because SummerSlam week is the week for wrestling geeks. And, 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 and Dave is one, and Larry is one, too. This is like our extended family. This is our extended family. Do you guys have favorite uh, SummerSlam memories? Well, as a kid, when Elizabeth took off the skirt, the first one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that was the dream girl back there in the 80s. She took off her skirt. That's a big moment yeah. for us. Isn't it amazing the lens that you look at that through? Like the stuff that the WWE did in the Attitude Era, and it doesn't even come close to Liz taking off that skirt. And it's just like a, a one-piece bathing suit under it. <laughs> well, now they can't even say blood. That's right. Well, I mean, they'll say blood if it's blood. If it's not blood, they'll just have a... a Sticky substance. Well, it's a, it's a viscous, acidic fluid, Dave. It's very, very different. Very do, you have a, do you have a favorite SummerSlam memory? Yeah, you know, mine actually is from L.A., and it was the Jeff Hardy-CM Punk match. Did you boo Jeff Hardy? Give it, give it, Jeff Hardy's... Are you kidding me? Oh, he's booing L.A. Oh, okay. Oh, That's uh, fair. That's that fair. I understand. Yeah, we all understand that. Yeah, yeah, that, that I don't have a problem with, but it's the... It's the Jeff Hardy CM, CM Punk, Punk thing. match for sure, man. Isn't it? I love that. I love that. That was your answer because you're you're an old school guy. Well, you can tell by the gray hair. Uh, yeah, I can tell by the gray hair. But it's like you 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 go into something more recent. I mean, they're still creating kind of amazing memories even now. I say it on Busted Open all the time. I think the best year of pro wrestling is right now in 2017. 
With everything that's going on? Yeah. You know, as an old man, Sam, I got to start thinking new. And I love <laughs> 2017. I mean, it's amazing what Dave does with his free time. He watches independent wrestling and he listens to Despacito on repeat. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm relating to the kids. It's that's me, true. It's me and the young people. I know. I know. Uh, do you feel that way, Larry, that this is the best that wrestling has ever been? It's the deepest it's ever been, right? The because deepest. Because you, you can fill two brands on Raw and SmackDown, and then you can fill NXT. And, I mean, think about this for a second. NXT is selling out the Barclays Center. Like, NXT. Like, yeah. not WWE, you guys not going, a mainstream you, brand. You guys going to the show? Yeah. yeah. They're going to be in New York City for four straight nights and sell out every single time for the second year in a row because of the, the power of wrestling right now. That's amazing. It is amazing when you think about the depth because not only can they fill a Raw roster, a SmackDown roster, an NXT roster. I've heard there's a show called 205 Live, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if anyone can confirm that for oh, me. But, but it's, it's Are you booing <laughs> me or L.A.? LA. I'm, I'm, They're booing I'm a L.A. Sheep. I just jump in like everybody um, else. But not only that, but there's like the, uh, an independent scene yes. that's as strong as it's ever been. It's like, I don't know where all... Everybody says, oh, no, young people are all into MMA. Nobody wants to be a pro wrestler anymore. But there's tons of them. Yeah, but there's no money in MMA unless you become a big, big guy. Like, <laughs> right. at, at least an independent wrestler can sell enough T-shirts to feed his family for the month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, guys, we have uh, uh, a lot of stuff to get to tonight. Absolutely. A lot of special surprise guests. Uh, uh, I promised you guys a fun show. And that's exactly what we're going to have. So I do want to thank uh, the Busted Open Boys. Thank they you did a lot to help promote the show. They have an amazing show on Sirius XM, and it's every day. Every you know, day, Monday through listen, Friday. You listen to Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast maybe twice a year. There's a bonus second episode a week. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, man, a 90-minute podcast. This is so cool. These guys do 10 hours a week, every week. It's amazing. Thank you, so Sam. So thank you guys both very much. Appreciate for it, buddy. Thank, thank you so you. much, man. Thanks so and much. thank you to everybody, man. Because I'm going to be a fan. I'm jumping in the audience now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for coming out. And, and, and throughout the uh, uh, evening, if you guys want to contribute, uh, think of this like a, a call-in radio show. Put your hand up. If you want to say something, somebody will come to you with a microphone when, when I deem it fit. Um, <laughs> But we want, we want to get some feedback because that's what this is all about. It's about getting around and geeking out over SummerSlam. Because really, SummerSlam is one of those shows where I feel like it's right there with WrestleMania in terms of memories that people have with it. We'll talk about all that stuff, but uh, do you guys want to, want to get to see another surprise guest? All right. Well, uh, next coming to the stage is, is a huge wrestling fan... He uh, had an appearance on Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast that a lot of people really enjoyed. And I think, I've heard on Twitter, uh, ended up with him getting an entire box of wrestling toys. I don't know if it's true or not. But you may also know him from uh, uh, the Pitch Perfect film series. Ladies and gentlemen, Skylar Aston is here. Let's bring out Skylar Aston. Look at the, look at the sweatshirt. Ladies and gentlemen, he is not new to it. He is true to it. The Austin, they grabbed that one. Look at the, and, and wait, 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 stand up real yeah, quick. Sure. Because a lot of people, like, see this, like, every, every, this retro SummerSlam jacket I have. What do you notice about this logo? What's missing? They got the F out. This was before the F was still in. This is legitimately Attitude vintage. Era, 
That's incredible. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's kind of before they figured it out, too. It's like, well, we got these leftover rattlesnakes from Jake. Why don't we just put that on the shirt? <laughs> yeah. It was like before Austin 316 actually happened. So. Yeah, they weren't exactly sure what Austin 316 was. Right, right. But they were like, ah, snakes are scary, and Austin 316 sounds cool. Yeah. Let's put it on a T-shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever. And here I am. There he is. Skylar Aston. 20 years later. Um, and before we, we go in deep with Skylar Aston and his SummerSlam thoughts, I thought we might be joined by another surprise guest. Is that, is that okay with everybody? Would that be fine? All right. Well, uh, uh, our next surprise guest is, uh, well, he's a sports entertainer, as a matter of fact. He's also, uh, I was going to say he's also a former Olympian, but then everybody would think I have Kurt Angle, and I do not have Kurt Angle. Yeah. But you could alter the music slightly, and they'll think it's Jason Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The, the, the man that I do have here to join us uh, at, at the amazing Highline Ballroom is the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, everybody. Mark Henry is here in all of his glory. Look at this beautiful man. Oh, my God. Look at him strutting. He's got that sexual chocolate strut. He's back, baby. Yeah. You have to be careful with these microphones. You're sitting them in the wrong place. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mark. What's up, brother? Well, thank you for being here, man. Well, you know, I'm trying to do my part. I know, yeah. This is, this is, this is like a make-a-wish for you, right? This is like a, <laughs> you're, you're competing oh, with Cena so now. so cute. <laughs> I begged Sam for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all, you uh, you could have gave me that, that, like the intro from like, ain't coming to the stage. From the What's Happening episode of That's My Mama. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, like, you know, can you build a brother? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I felt like the reaction was there. You give that reaction. What do you see out there? Y'all got plates in front of y'all. <laughs> yeah, they're having a delicious meal here. Okay. I don't drink alcohol or smoke or nothing like that. I smoke a cigar every now and then. <laughs> but I do eat. And I'm looking around, and I guess y'all must have started early because the place is empty as hell. <laughs> and I'm no, looking for something to be like, damn, man, let's take one of those. Just something to not nosh on. Anybody got an extra wing or something? Hey, no? easy, killer. What? <laughs> no wieners. <laughs> Come on. Well, Mark it's Henry. It's a family show. You're a... Uh... Your, your history with SummerSlam runs deep. Here's a question I want to ask you about SummerSlam. I think it was a SummerSlam. I think it was SummerSlam 96 you made your first SummerSlam appearance. Is that right? It is. That's right. And you were on commentary? I was. Uh, here's, the, here, here's what I want to ask about. And I was the worst. <laughs> so so like, Mark Henry comes out, right? And this is like red, white, and blue, Olympics. Crazy I'm, pyro. Yeah, pyro. I'm going to be the new American hero babyface Mark Henry, right? And he comes out, and uh, this is when Jerry Lawler and Jake the Snake Roberts are in the middle of a rivalry based around the fact that Jerry Lawler keeps making fun of Jake Roberts for being a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> and every joke that Jerry Lawler... My, how things have changed. <laughs> every joke that Jerry Lawler, the evil bad guy, makes about Jake Roberts being an alcoholic... You hear like a, a, a really delightful Texas chuckle coming from the <laughs> coming from the commentator's headset, and in hindsight, I'm thinking that couldn't possibly 
been what you were supposed to do out there. That's not why you would have been out there to highlight how funny this terrible person is. Okay, first off, the pyro scared the hell out of me. <laughs> That's why I never had pyro since. Is that right? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I'll be in the back talking to me, yeah, man, and this cane pyro going, oh, shit. How, how long were you? Were, I hate you, it. You wrestled for a long time, Mark. Yeah, There's I, a lot of pyro I, every I, single man, night. Man, it get me every night. <laughs> I dislocated my shoulder after a guy wrestled, so I was wrestling Benoit, and... Um, my, uh, yeah, that, was, that was a questionable applause. Are we applauding yeah, the, people scared the career or the guy? Because he did that oh. thing, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were looking man. to see. They were like, where does Mark Henry We like him, this? right? We yeah. like him still? I think I I'm going to line remember. up with Mark on this one. I think it was Big Show's pyro. And it went off, and I jumped, dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, that happened. That was real. <laughs> Thanks for laughing at my pain. It's, it's amazing because nowadays you hear like somebody gets injured in like a hell in a cell and they're like, oh, they're injury prone. Or like Finn Balor gets thrown against a wall. And no, it's, like, it's oh. just on Kane's entrance. Yeah, he's injury prone. <laughs> but then you have an Olympic athlete that's like, oh, ow, 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 ow. Hey, but you know how explosive you got to be to dislocate your own shoulder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was... That was the moral of the story. Damn, this kid can move. Man, this kid is talented. So, so what, what, uh, what, was, what was up with all, your, all the laughs you had at the expense of a man that was trying to find God uh, as a good guy? Well, the Not thing a good is, guy, is the I, had, I had actually met Jake about three or four times to that point. Mm-hmm. And I knew in my mind, like, he just drinks because he wants to. <laughs> like it's not a problem. Nah, no, right. It's just like I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and I'm going to DDT somebody. <laughs> drunk. <laughs> and you're like, okay, do your thing. All right, Jake. All right. <laughs> well, how did, that, how did that work at the time? Because at the time, your boss, wasn't he doing commentary with you? Yes, and... You know, the thing about it is Jerry, there is not one person in this room that can stand and look at Jerry Lawler like this and not start laughing. <laughs> I don't give a shit what he's saying. Uh-huh. He, he could be reading War and Peace and you'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what it is. Like, I just could not look at him. He is one of the funniest people in the world. So what was the. Uh... When, you, uh, when you're out there, right, you're already nervous, you're trying to figure out what you're doing anyway, and then obviously you get told you did it wrong. Like, does that shake up your confidence and make it more difficult to figure out how to do it right, or do you learn from your mistakes and go like, oh, okay, I get it now? Well, you, you learn from your mistakes, but listen, I've never made a mistake not going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> so if I made a mistake, it was unbelievably disastrous mistake <laughs> or it was funny as hell <laughs> you know and, and this for like this for the fans everybody here fan I'm a fan too but there was a thing on the internet that said Mark Henry screws up and it was like um, the thing where I was I was wrestling Batista in the cage and I'm pulling on this chain and they had two locks one lock was a lock that was, you know, the one to hold the, the gate shut. And then the other lock 
was the one that I was going to pull and break. And that, that lock had had uh, a professional, like, tinker with it to where, okay, if you apply enough pressure, like, you might be able to, you know, you're a big, strong-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a compliment. That's, he figured out a way to do it nice. Okay, maybe not. But maybe three of y'all at that table right there could have could have pulled it and broke it. Well, dumbass Ellis, the guy that was responsible for all that stuff, was that his a born name? Was that his birth name? Well, that's what I call him. I see. Uh, Especially after I I pulled on that, you know, master. It was a master lock. Mm And I pulled on it for like seven, almost eight minutes, and before uh, I really broke it for real. So and you it, had to break a was, legit. That was one of the top ten greatest strength feats that I ever achieved in my career, because I can break handcuffs, I bend frying pans and steel rods and stuff. But until that point, I had never broke a master lock, and I had tried. Wow. But once I got, when that camera got rolling and I had to do it, I was able to do it. What do you think made you? Was it the, was it the adrenaline of the crowd? Was it because you were mad at dumbass Ellis? It was, was the it? fear, it was the fear of failure. I, listen, y'all better pray for my success because if I ever have to resort to the life of crime, I am going to be Nino Brown in this song. <laughs> like... Thank God for wrestling. Thank God for wrestling. <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I don't like to fail. Right. When your back against, is against the wall, it's getting done. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. So you, have you broken a master lock since then? Uh, I, think I, I think I did in a show. But in a show, you know, you're in front of a crowd like this. It's intimate. And you, like, get fired up. And the master lock was between, um, I have these things called triangles. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the feats of strength that I do. I'm one of the few people. Dennis Rogers is another strong man. If you Google him, they call him uh, Mighty Might. He's been on Superhumans and all these shows. He's the only other guy that could do it. And there's about three other strong men that are really elite that, um, that neither Pat Procreatitis can't do it still. Wow. Yeah, I feel like if I realized I had that skill every time I saw a master lock, I'd say, give me 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm not, it's not going to happen right away. But give, give me 10 minutes. You're not going to have 10 minutes. You're, you're going to have to get it. You know, like, but now it's like it's, I learned from that that it's a technique. It's a technique to everything. All, everything we do um, in the strongman world, there, there's a technique to it. And a lot of it is, you know, the molecules and metal heat up. And you, once you apply heat, you got to heat, keep heat going, and you twist. And then that's when the pins will break. But, like, I say that shit like it's easy, but it's <laughs> all, all a matter of fact. Yeah, you just, you just turn the steel <laughs> yeah. until it gets hot. You just heat your body <laughs> heat up. It yeah, turns like... and breaks. <laughs> all no, of a it's, sudden, it's not easy like that. Mark Henry just became Neil deGrasse Tyson explaining how to, <laughs> how to break a master lock. But does that, so, so does that frustrate you and does that frustrate a lot of guys who are wrestlers? Because I think there's, I mean, that's, that's a prime example but you see it all the time. Like there, there are these things that happen where uh, we, as fans, look at it and be like, "Ha ha! Look, he screwed it up," and we don't even realize that we have no idea what we're watching. We just we have no idea. Pick it up. Yeah. Hey, honey, I'm on, I'm doing the show. Honey, did you break the master lock to the uh, house I'm again? Gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm on Sam. I'm on Sam Roberts' podcast. I told you, honey, I can break them. I can't the fix them. Y'all say hi. What's up, there? 
<laughs> See that? So rude, so rude. I got to hang my phone up, man. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you. One time oh, for okay. the world's strongest wife, right. huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so people, they don't okay, even... Okay, I'm going to turn my phone off. Sorry about that. They don't even know what they're watching. See, I told you, when I mess up, I go 100 miles an hour, baby. <laughs> you understand me? <laughs> So they don't know what they're watching sometimes, right? Like, like I have watched that clip a hundred times, and I have uh, found myself chuckling quite a bit at your expense, not realizing that what I saw is something that you would probably take a lot of pride in. Oh, my God, yeah. I, um, I mean, I guess the, probably the next thing, I probably scared myself, and you can look at the video, but there was um, uh, a guy, he was probably about 210, 215, and he was like, at the announce table, and I'm supposed to, like, grab this guy and throw him through the table to the floor. And I got, I guess for a better term, I got crunk. <laughs> and I threw his ass, man. I mean, he got airtime. Yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and my face did that. It was like... <laughs> On a scale of one to Randy and the Singh brothers, what what was it? If I'd have threw one of them, they'd still be flying. (laughs) That's a scary thing. When the world's strongest man realizes he's stronger. You know what I mean? I'm going to use this now. So did you guys watch uh, earlier today, WWE 2K18 came out with their roster reveal. Did you guys watch that? No. They did. Here's the good news. You're in the game. Yeah, Mark Henry. But here's... Get them checks, baby! <laughs> here's something that struck me as odd. I'm watching this thing, and they go, here are the superstars in the game, and they list, like, I don't know, five or ten people. International people, five or ten people. Tag teams, blah, 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 blah. Then they get to Legends, and they go, you know, they go Dusty Rhodes, they go Breath of the Hitman Heart, they go Mark Henry, like it's nothing. And I go... Did Mark Henry, like, officially, officially retire? I had no... Because you're, you're class of... Like, you're a legend in the well, game. Well, I mean, we, we got a table for three right here, and I know we saw you talk about it on table for three. Listen, I, I, man, I have a pink jacket in the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> like, I retired already. <laughs> it's, it's done. I'm, listen, I can't do that again. <laughs> I can't emotionally get myself in a place where I'm... You are wrong. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I love the business, but th- at one time in my life, I was elite. There, there might have been. Yeah, that was, that was around that time. Yeah. And, and, and you know what's interesting? I'm not that guy no more. Like, I, Father Time is undefeated. <laughs> he ain't lost yet, and he ain't going to. Like, everybody is going, I got the microphone, shut up. <laughs> it's at, at some point, you got to look at your legacy and say, do you want them to see you go out decrepit, or do you want them to see you and remember you for being elite? Like, you was at the top of your game, you could pick up everybody over your head and throw them if that was your stick, and that was my stick, and I can't pick up Braun over my head no more. <laughs> yeah, that's over. It's, so, uh, this shit, this, this ship sailed. So, was that your last match against Braun Strowman? Was no. It, what I, was the I, last I, one? I, I feel like um, the respect, the the oh, audience, yeah. and respect the crowd and the uh, the fans of uh, of the business. Like, I'm gonna have to go out. 
So you are going to have one more. I'm going to have to have another match. There we go. There we go. And you know, the thing about the Hall of Pain... I want it to be with like... (laughs) (laughs) Who said Sam Roberts? I am. You I'm, hear me? I I'm, turn, a, I'm a professional did you hear broadcaster. Me? I turn into one of the fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who did do you? Do you have any idea who you wanted to? Man, I'm thinking like Bailey or something. <laughs> I don't know. You go back Takeover a couple years ago. That match with Sasha Banks. Oh yeah. You might well, be underestimating Bailey. You know what? Like. Um, I, if it was, if I was gonna wrestle somebody like one of the girls, they it would have. What's funny? <laughs> I wasn't even trying to be funny then. Because like I, I asked you like, who's your last match gonna be with? And you were like, well, if I had to wrestle one of the girls, and I was like, and nobody's talking about the girls. <laughs> but that's an important question too. If you had to wrestle one of the female superstars of the WWE, who would it be, Mark Henry? Okay, they're already. It wouldn't be Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I think Charlotte could whip some of the boys. Yeah, her, her and Sasha Banks. Yeah, the way, the way they going, man. I, I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I, I've watched some of their matches. It was better than the guys' matches. You know, they they should have closed the show. So what are you gonna do? Bring Eva Marie out of retirement? Man, I was, I was thinking like Ivory. Oh, well, y'all said that like she did she mess up? She retired. I mean, I didn't realize that was so controversial, but whatever. Oh, yeah, man. You, you just got people, they shit on you just then. Is that what that was? Yeah, that's, that's what that's called in my hood. Well, I was going to. Like, if you say something and people go, oh, <laughs> I was going, maybe it was a mistake. That's but was, a technical term for it. <laughs> I was probably the going potty to, mouth. I know there's some kids in here. I was probably going about 43 miles an hour. So, so you know, all the eight-year-olds. So, <laughs> who do you want your last match to be against? What's that swan song? It'll have, uh, have to be somebody legendary, somebody I, I respect, somebody that, um, that you know, it's a, it's a few of them that don't, don't work for the company no more. Uh, CM Punk was, like, one of, my, one of my favorite. If he would come out of retirement for one day to wrestle me, I, I'd sign the contract in a minute. Well, there it is out there. CM Punk, you can retire Mark Henry. Do the man a favor. Undertaker's gone. Um, the, the 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 person that's still that I look at and Andre the Giant was my favorite wrestler as a kid growing up. Big Show. Well, who do who the do you? Biggest, the, in my opinion, the most skilled big man that ever wrestled. Who? Big Show. Big Show. Yeah, and, and he's people, still doing it. I was so mad about a year ago. It was some crowd, like the crowd. I can't remember where we were, but they were like. Uh, trying to tell him uh, to you retire. Or Please retire. Like was the, yeah. Golly, bro. I wanted to go in the crowd and just start mopping people. <laughs> like, it was so disrespectful. Yeah. So disrespectful. That guy don't deserve that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's amazing, like, the, the context people do it, right? Because at a show, they'll do that. But if Big Show was sitting where you're sitting right now and He's saying like, the... The exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still won't even got look it. at it. Yeah. Won't even look said. at it. <laughs> what do you, Skyler? You're you're as big a fan as you are. Is mm. is there a last match that in your mind would be right for? I was actually going to say Big Show from the start. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think of active people that uh, have longevity. Hey. I mean, there's there's like Jericho, but I I, I feel like. <laughs> 
you know, what Enzo. I would like to see is someone. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if, what you if, are not allowed to talk the rest of the <laughs> So who's I, uh, well, well I, I always think that there should be like a y- young talent so you could put someone over who's like more the future who's not as established maybe is that kind of thing? no that's not a thing that you do <laughs> isn't that a thing isn't that what they say that you Ma- do you Mark go Henry out. goes out on top I don't know okay, if you heard all right. that <laughs> you know what if, if, if it was a young guy and, and I, I, I tried but um, nobody wasn't feeling it at the time but like he's about to I don't tell know you. if y'all realize or not, but y'all get to see me every night. And the guy that is me is Neville. Neville is the guy that I mentored. I tried to get him to see things a different way. And every night that you see him, he is me, just in a smaller body. And the you know, dude I mean, is talented. He's tough. And I guarantee, if you think you can whoop his ass, you are wrong. Hell no. That dude will punch you so many times that you will turn around backwards and tell him to kick me, man. Like, shit. Like, he can, the dude really can fight, and I respect that. Like, that's, that's one of the guys that I, I would have. And I had a match with him. It was a good match, too. And I think but this, just, this run that he's having now is king of the cruiserweights is, is on the level of, of your Hall of, of Pain run. It's yes, like sir. he found yes, this sir. sweet spot, and, like, you care about Neville. Yeah, I do, and and I, I a lot of the stuff that he's doing, you walk up and ask him, he'll say, "Hey, Mark Henry told me to do that." Yeah, what I, you know, what you, what you, I would say is, get X Pac out of retirement. We'll finally get that Miz Arc versus Mark Henry match that everybody's been wow. waiting for. Oh, here come the comedy! You know, you, your ass gonna be sitting right next to him <laughs> on your own show. Mark Henry kicked me off my show. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, do you have a, a, a SummerSlam memory of yours? I don't think it's 96, but uh, that you really look at as like, yeah, that was cool. You know what, I man? I've been hitting the head a lot. <laughs> um, when I started trying to think about, like, individual moments, it always takes me a while. Um, but I think that SummerSlam in Los Angeles, um, God, I guess it was about three years ago, it was before we started coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Seamus, yeah. Like, man, we had a we had one that was about eight minutes too long. It was about tw- <laughs> it was like twenty three, twenty five minutes, and boy, I was huffing. <laughs> and we fought out of the ring into the crowd. And um, uh, the next week, of course, we came back to the East Coast and ended up pushing him through a barricade. But I clotheslined Seamus over the barricade out into the crowd. And I guess the dude was Irish or something. I don't know what the hell he was, but he was a Seamus fan. He jumped on my back and... (laughs) I don't know if y'all saw that, but that elbow came so fast. (laughs) Oh, that Seamus was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> but uh, that was, that's like one of the more memorable matches. Like Seamus and I had a – like that was a lot of fun. And, I mean, it didn't hurt to get the elbow of somebody that jumped on me from behind. But um, it was it – was, that was one that stands out. Uh, you were talking about how much you love the business and everything. Are you still going to be – because you said on the table for three that you brought up Skylar, I think, that uh, you still want to – 
do stuff. You're not leaving the business. No, not are you at all. Still gonna, you're, are you going to be a WWE employee? Well, yeah, a lot of people don't realize I, I've done about four or five jobs already. I, I've assisted uh, with talent development. Um, I, I helped in getting Rich Swan and um, Absolutely. Apollo, Apollo Crews and... Um, you know, I don't know if y'all watched the Mae Young Classic, but to see Bianca Blair is one of mine. Uh, Braun Strowman. Um, and out of everybody, like, um, the, the guy that I looked at and saw um, and was amazed by first was Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. To, to see Daniel Bryan and go, wow, man, that, that dude's amazing. Of course, I lied to him and told him he was like 6'1". <laughs> but he got in the door and the rest was all him so you know it's like uh, I'll lie again all over again if, 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 if we're going to get another Daniel Bryan yeah that's why I mean that's why I love your story to tell you the truth because like you come in in 96 as this like guy who's a wrestling fan but you don't know anything about the business yeah. and, you're, and, and, and I think the reputation that you had might have been like who is this guy? He's getting, you know, all, all these opportunities that he didn't earn. It's this and that. And you, and you go through some hard times, and you get to a place, right, where you had good times, bad times, good times, bad times. But right before your Hall of Pain run, that's when people, people were treating you like they treated the big show. Like, people were saying, Mark Henry is done before your Hall of Pain run. Then you have the best run of your career, and now you're in a position where you've gone from just a guy who is a fan and a power lifter to a person who's molding what the future is going to look like. I think it's an amazing thing. Thank you. Let's give Mark Henry a round of applause. You got to go. You got, you're, you're a busy, busy man. And I really appreciate you coming out for this. Um, Thank you, Sam. Uh, everybody. Uh, if you want to see more of Mark Henry though, uh, he's doing an NXT viewing party. If you do not have NXT tickets, uh, uh, you can go check out Mark Henry on Saturday. Uh, what's all the details on it? Uh, you know, if you go to the Mark Henry on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, I'm, I'm not on that Snap gimmick. You don't want to be. It's nothing but trouble, Mark. It's nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Uh, I'm not on that. Um, I don't. I don't do the one with the. They put the rabbit ears on you when you look at the pictures and stuff. <laughs> That's I'm, not for you. You'll never see me in one of those. <laughs> Never. Not, You're not going to do that? Not never. The little, the, the animated tongue that no, grips. Oh, it's Mark Henry. No. Oh, look at Mark Henry being a... <laughs> the world's strongest cutie pie. The world's strongest <laughs> cutie. <laughs> no, no thanks. Uh, but go on there and I'll post it tonight. Uh, actually, when I leave here, it'll be on in the next 30, 40 minutes. Well, great. Everybody check out Mark Henry this weekend. Thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to put this right here so somebody else can sit on it. <laughs> How are you doing on time, Skylar? So here's the thing. Mark Henry, everybody. Mark Henry. Our pal Skylar Aston is here. Skylar Aston, uh, for those of you that don't know, is uh, a movie star. And he's kind of here making a movie. So yeah, we're... I'm making a movie, and my call time is five minutes ago. But here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's who I've been rudely kind of keeping tabs with. So I do have to go soon, but I'm going to give you a solid, perfect Ty Dillinger 10. 10! (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Cheap pop. Yeah. Okay, so so I was telling 
I was telling Mark that I, I, I was the Tamina to his Charlotte on the, like, in the, in the way that when Charlotte uh, moved brands, you know, yeah. they were like, we have a second generation wrestler. And I was like, it's Charlotte, it's Charlotte. And it was Tamina. Yeah. It's like, I was the Tamina, like, in the announcement today. I told him, and I think yeah, it was kind of. That's true. I and he just looked like... at me and he was like, those women, those women paved the way. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. Wasn't trying to take it. I wasn't trying to. Away. I, it was as a joke. It was. As a, it's more of a fan joke than a superstar joke. So the question that I have for you is: You guys remember? I don't know if you guys heard the episode, but do you guys remember Skylar Aston's uh, uh, wrestling figure story from the podcast? He basically, if I could, if I could shorten it, because we've only got that perfect ten. He came. Uh, uh, he was a little kid. He had all his Hasbro's. He brought him to a hotel. He was playing with them. The garbage can was his ring. He put them inside the ring. The family went out to go eat dinner. Maid service came in, and the ring is a garbage can. So guess where the toys went? In Toronto the- screw job, I like to call it, because <laughs> Tor- it was in Toronto. <laughs> the Toronto screw job. So I, uh, I, I put this, this podcast out, and within, I think it was a couple weeks, I see, and I'm not even getting tweets from this woman, but I see Skylar Aston is getting tweets from Stephanie McMahon. Oh, Steph? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, S-Tef? And, and, and Steph, as, uh, as, as Skylar knows her as, is, is tweeting him saying, I'm going to send you, we're sending you a box of toys to replace everything that you lost. Pretty cool. I got some legends. I got Tatanka, which was phenomenal. <laughs> so you actually did get a box of I toys. Got some, yeah, I got a full-on box. I got Taker. I got her. <laughs> Um, I got I got Charlotte and Ric Flair like as a package. Really? I haven't opened any of them up yet. Oh well, yeah, you got it. I mean, they're going to be very, very, very valuable. So these are. These <laughs> she are also sent me a redesigned, reclaim, re- rebuild, reclaim Seth Rollins shirt that I wore. That wow. I that I okay. So here was my thing. Yeah. So so this is very like behind the curtain. Um, my, my, like, dream would be to be on Raw or to be, you know what I mean? I know they used to do special guest hosts, but those people used to get booed out of the building. I, so what you're telling me is that your dream is to get in the ring and say, who's ready for Summerfest? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Does yeah. he even watch? Welcome to the Silverdome. So <laughs> I, 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 I actually, like, I, I pitched a whole thing, not to Steph, but to her, like, office. But, and I hadn't even been to a live show since, like, 2000 house show or SummerSlam 91, which I was at Macho Man's wedding. No big deal. But oh, um, oh, excuse me. Yes, but in true Mark Henry fashion, I was terrified of the balloons popping. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I like pitched this whole thing. It was when Samoa Joe just debuted, and it was in February, and Rollins wasn't injured yet, but he was just about to get injured. I didn't know this. Okay. So I was developing this, like, long lead thing where I was, like, tweeting. You were making a storyline for yourself. Of course I was. And I, <laughs> You're not a wrestler. Yeah, but I want to be. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, my, my, for those of you who didn't listen to the episode we did, my brother, I got to design his room growing up. It was always the nursery, and once my parents decided they weren't having any more kids, they were like, what are we going to make Milan's you know, room? And I made it a full-on, still to this day, wrestling ring, barbells as the shelves, locker rooms as the, as the closets. Um, it was basically my room. So um, This is what I love about where this story is going, because, like, you know, they send you a box of toys, and Steph is tweeting with you, and, like, they're building this relationship, 
and you went from zero to 100. A, a million. Immediately. You became that annoying guy like, well, while I have your ear, I actually have some ideas for storylines that could involve me. First of all, I don't know if you remember, but I like beaded it out. Like I wrote it like a script and <laughs> sent it to you and you made a couple tweaks. I don't I know did. if you remember that. I, but, I uh, did. But it was great. It was great. And by the way, don't think that you won't see me on a network coming to you, but like they, they it, it's a slow build, I realize, in WWE. They're like, come out to Raw. Then come to a house show. Maybe you'll do a bit. Then we can like put you on live television. I, coming from a theater background and having a lot of experience, I'm right. like, dude, I've done sitcoms. I know how to do live TV. I'm like ready. But they don't know that. And right. I didn't realize that you know, they run a super tight ship over there. But it was something like – it was like a Sami Zayn uh, thing where I had an interview backstage like Danny Masterson, Ashton Kutcher style, which is always so boring. And, <laughs> um, but I do – I say something about like Samoa Joe and how I always boo the bad guys, which would be a direct shout-out to you. That's what um, we do, isn't I it? We the, the bad faces. guys. And I was just going to be like the baby face guy because I was like, who would I be in the WWE universe? I'd be a marked, you know, mark out yeah. like baby face cheer. So I had this whole thing with Sami Zayn <laughs> and then I was going to be a special guest commentator. And before I could even get, and while I'm doing my thank you, Samoa Joe comes out and like picks me up. Sami Zayn makes the save. You know, I'm like holding myself. It was a whole thing. Look at this. You've lost everyone. <laughs> because you're not in my head, nor was WWE. So they're already sitting there going like, okay, so you've booked this. You're booking the territory. I booked the territory and in February. Still haven't gotten there. Basically, uh, Skylar Aston is like an indie promoter who thinks that he should be the champion and the commentator and the announcer and all like, no, put me on the poster. That's the big... Yeah, dude, I'm headlining <laughs> WrestleMania, according to me. Right, right. Yeah. Because you get to be interviewed and then also do commentary and do yes. in-ring work. But the thing is, I never get to do any of it because Samoa right. Joe comes from behind and, like, you know, picks me up and then Sami Zayn makes the save. Right. It was want, just, do we want to see that? By the way, in, fe- by the way, in February, right, that was the thing. Oh, yeah. You think now it makes no sense because Samoa Joe has since obviously become a headliner. But at the time, that was, the, that was it. That right. was like a big raw angle. I love that, that Skylar's going like, uh, okay... I, I'm going to be the guy that gets Samoa Joe to the next level. And they're like, actually, I think we'll just use Brock Lesnar yeah, instead. Exactly. exactly. That works for exactly. you, Skyler. Look, and, and, and yeah, they, they like to like beat it out over a long time. I wanted it to happen like instantly. So, so, so if they gave you like a Freddie Prince Jr. type job where you were a writer, because, you know, he was a writer for a while. He was I on the guess. podcast too. He was great. Um, but he did it the right way in the sense that when he was writing, he wrote for other people. Like, he wasn't just like, and then Freddie Prince Jr. comes yeah. out. I would like take the spot away from Jeff Hardy and give yeah. it to me. Yeah. No, no, Jeff. I'll do the swan time. Yeah, I'll do the swan time, Bob. Watch <laughs> this botch. It is funny, though, because like, like, you feel like you get the one opportunity to do it, right? Yeah. So you're like, I think I should just do everything I've ever wanted to do at once. I really like needed to take a step back. And then finally, once I went to Raw and I met everyone, and now, now I'm going back to SummerSlam. I'm coming correct. Yeah. I, I, I understand my plays. Like, I'm not going to, could I run the ropes? And they're like, people don't do that. Um, they're working out their match out there. Uh, <laughs> Can I play in the ring? Well, yeah. we're actually doing a giant show today, so no. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Occupied. Brock and Braun are in there right now, <laughs> figuring it out. Um, I uh, speaking of, by the way, Jeff Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Weird segue, but isn't it crazy how he still sells that Swanton bomb? Like it hurts him so much. I His believe ribs it. every time. He's got very, he's got severely bruised ribs from years of abuse. I believe it. So that's real, right? Because I'm walking. It's all real, Skyler. <laughs> it's 
All um. real. So that's real, he says. You know which part of it is real? From 7 p.m. until it's over on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. All of it's real. 7 p.m. until 4 o'clock time. in the morning. Five yeah. O'clock. All of it's real. All of it. Okay, so I know you haven't moved into State of Wrestling, but my, just like in pure me fashion, I'm trying to do all my shit at once because yeah. I have 10 minutes. Let's book this thing. All right, Jesus Christ, the guy's outside. Okay, um, all right, all right, all right. Well, what do, okay, so what do you... Here's my hot take. It's not even that hot. It's hot takes soft. with Skylar just, the, just, just Did anyone feel a little uncomfortable with the xenophobic thing with the gender at this point? Yeah. Is that you too know, much? The timing is weird, ah, right? The timing is weird, but it's like, it's a, no, it is an eighty-nine, but it's it's also specifically coming off of this weekend. It, yeah, the timing was very, whew, very USA weird chance. Not today. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And he's a heel. It's like, well, they, by the way, and they do a beautiful Punjabi celebration. The joy on those dancers' faces, right? And and those are heels. We're booing them out of the building, like like disc, like how dare you, India? Well, like like infiltrate Rhode Island? Like why not? <laughs> why not? Skyler. They're so different. <laughs> I don't but, know. But if you'll notice, I think that yeah, the lady The national singing. anthem. That was, I'm sorry. And by the way, a, a big mark for the company. I'm, I'm a company shill. I will be doing the pre-show too um, on, on, on Saturday. Yes. No, I'm just booking myself. For yeah, it. But, I'll be there. But, uh, I'll be there. Can I come with you? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, come on. You got to call it, you know, you got to call it out when it's there. And like a national anthem. That's a country's national anthem. Not our food. country. God damn it. Yeah, I, did, was... I did feel bad for that woman. I felt like I started feeling. Remember the teacher in the uh, This Is Your Life uh, Bailey totally. segment? Like when she starts getting booed. Like, the, do and... they know? Do they know what they're in for? Like, no. Now? Right. And that's the horror. There's real. I'm an actor. I know this. There's real. What did I sign up for <laughs> in the eyes? And, I mean, and that's. I don't know. Vince is like, I love it. You know? <laughs> This is fantastic. Look at those eyes. There's real fish. She's gonna puke. She's gonna. She's gonna cry. She's gonna cry. (laughs) No, but I tell you, I felt that they took a turn in the appropriate direction. Like they actually like learned from previous mistakes. Yeah. Because Nakamura comes out. Yes. And what does he say? Like in Japan, we're gonna celebrate. Peace for everybody. Sure. Very like, good okay, save. Okay, there you go. And then he was like, but it's SummerSlam. I'm going to kick your ass. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. wrestling. Yeah. All right, Skylar. Hold on, hold on. My big finish. I don't want my AD saying they're outside waiting for you. Please. Yeah, I don't want you to lose your film opportunity. We got a lot of stuff to do this evening. And By so the way, four you. page monologue I have to do in like <laughs> 30 minutes. But isn't that, isn't that amazing that <laughs> Skylar Aston is late for shooting? A movie, like not like a like a big movie that you will see in theaters, yeah. and you'll see it, and you'll see Skylar Aston's face, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's the movie shoot that he was late to." <laughs> For real, because he my... was complaining about Jinder Mahal with <laughs> Sam in front of all of us. By the way, my biggest scene, and 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 just I was telling Sam this. I think that they they think I'm doing like a full on cabaret at the Highline Ballroom because <laughs> I've ne- I've never had anyone like, "Well, we'll just have the crew ready, lit, and waiting for you at 8:30," and, and it's 8:45. They're definitely waiting, and I'm such a bad person for doing that. But I think they think I'm doing like a full on cabaret. Would just come in, yeah, like get yourself jog outside. Yeah. So you go in all blown up and sweaty like, oh yeah. my god, the performance at the Highline uh, tonight. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do it. Well, uh, let's all thank Skylar Aston thank for spending some time with us and uh, support him and everything that he does. Thank you so much, buddy. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming. 
And uh, why don't we go ahead and bring out another guest? Is that okay? This one, uh, not a surprise guest, the only announced guest here tonight, but he's a, a huge uh, friend of the podcast. I love having him on, and I can tell from your responses, from the downloads, from everything, that you guys love him as much as I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Fizzlesticks himself. Dan Soder is here. Let's get that fizz going. Let's get the fizz going. I've never hated a nickname more than that. <laughs> and I hate your jacket because of that nickname. Well, I'm kidding. It's a lovely jacket. What's up, buddy? Hey, First dude, of all. I look like the guy that fixes the lights and just sat up here. <laughs> just had Mark Henry and Skyler. I come up and go, hey, what's up? I'm on break. <laughs> I'll watch wrestling. <laughs> look at the vintage Andre shirt. Yeah. I love what people have been coming, have been coming in here with. It's a... Uh, yeah. It's pretty uh, pretty cool, man. I wear wrestling shirts most days, so this you was really just convenient. Do. You really do. It's either it's... Queens of the Stone Age or wrestling shirts. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Right. I don't know if which that was for, Queens of the Stone Age or wrestling. I like both! <laughs> I want to watch Josh Homme get powerbombed! <laughs> so you, I mean, we've talk, we talk, we, I feel like every August we end up, that's why I invited you here. Yeah. Because inevitably every August, whether we're recording it or not, we end up in a conversation that's about two hours long about how cool SummerSlam is. It's the coolest one. I mean, yeah. is there any argument? It's no, for the fans. It's for the Marks. Yeah. The Smarks. I don't, the Smarks. Is that what you are, Dan? No, are you a Smark? not at all. I'm a stoner that likes wrestling. <laughs> kidding if there are kids in the room. I heard there were kids in the room. I'm kidding. I don't. I watch it completely clear-eyed. <laughs> is there a... Uh, so, a year ago, I think... Yeah. We talked a lot about SummerSlam 91. So that's my favorite one because that was the first pay-per-view I was ever allowed to buy, and that's a real moment. Now, I don't, with the network, I don't know if little kids are going to be as, as excited for pay-per-views. Yeah, I mean, there is something about, like, you bought it, and, like, you're waiting because half of it is, like... It's getting the funding, first off. Right. If you got the funding for a pay-per-view back then... Right. I was 91, I was 8 years old. If you gave me 50 bucks, I'm like, all right, so I should just move in on my, by myself, <laughs> <Yeah>. or... <laughs> Probably get a three-bedroom down the street with all this loot. Yeah. So you're telling me I'm completely fiscally independent. Yeah. All right. I guess I was. I didn't mean to go full Macaulay Culkin, but I guess we'll make yeah. it happen. You're, you're basically the kid from Blank Check. You're like, yeah. I'll have a bouncy castle. By the way, what a is, real castle. What an idiot who writes a million dollars was it? Yeah. It's a blank check, moron. <laughs> Ten million and invest it wisely. Yeah. If he had gotten $10 million, maybe he would have been able to buy half the shit from that movie. Yeah. Really wasn't believable. How, how, we should do a remake of Blank Check, but have it be fiscally responsible. Like an actual million dollars in 2017? Yeah. And he just sits down with a bunch of brokers. He's like, all right, we're going to move your money over here. And he's like, that's wise. Yeah, yeah. I want to buy a basketball team, like a high school basketball team. No, 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 no. We're going to invest in tech. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, Brandon. When you have a million dollars, you want your money to here make at, money. Here at Greenstein and Schweinbot, we yeah. want to make your money work for you. He just loses it all in a Ponzi scheme by yeah, the end of it. 91 SummerSlam was my favorite one because that was, I believe that was the premiere of Legion of Doom. Well, it wasn't the premiere, but it was their, uh, didn't they win the tag titles at SummerSlam 91? No, Nasty Boys retained them. And or no, they did win him at ninety one. It was the natural disasters they had to beef with. Leave it. Leave Half it to this me. room's like that's way too old for us. Yeah, I don't know. I what don't. You're, I don't. The Legion of Who? Wasn't that when they were allowed to use steroids? I was. <laughs> I, was uh, I'm not, I could break kayfabe all day. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm a normal idiot. <laughs> well, that's why. I By the way, if Stephanie McMahon hears this, yeah, I lost my toys in a hotel room too. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Or just sent out a couple boxes. Yeah. And guess what? Now he's the dude from Billions. Yeah. So he'd like some toys as well. Yeah. Also, I believe uh, Dan lost three replica championship belts in yes. a hotel. I lost the classic NWA one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, wanted the ti- I wanted the tag titles. Yeah. You own multiple belts. Well, I, I followed in your... F- I have a spinner championship. Aww. Yeah. Which is, you def- know what? You are all correct. I mean, I mean you want to talk about... I, I bet Cena thinks back to the, senior, the spinner one. He's like, that was so dumb. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? And then poor CM Punk has to... His entire run... Yeah. He's got to hold the spinner belt. Indy Darling comes up the right way. <laughs> they give him a, a, this their worst the belt of all time. It's not going to spin anymore, so it's okay. Is that what they, is that what they, they did? They just locked the back. So it didn't... I'd be so mad if I got it. And they're like, don't worry, we locked it. You're like, I don't want this there. <laughs> yeah. So give me back the old one. It doesn't do the cool thing anymore. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. And then he loses it to The Rock, and immediately there's a new title. That's how you know how much power The Rock had. The Rock was like, no. I don't think so. They're like, yeah, sorry, Dwayne. We'll get a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I'm still not wearing this on red carpets. But you (laughs) bought one. No, I didn't buy one. That's why. I mean, it's the shilliest of shill things. Uh, It it was given to me by the WWE with my name on it. A spinner championship. (laughs) You know what's weird? If you really think about it, Sam is the spinner belt of a person. (laughs) Hey, man, that belt had some really good years. Like, I'll admit it. I'm a blue intercontinental title. I know what I am. (laughs) I'm proud of it. Yeah, it's a specialty. It's a niche. We all want to be winged eagles. We can't be. Right. Yeah. I'm that guy that's going like, yeah, but kids like me. Yeah. And if I'm really being real, like the amount of white trash that I am, I'm WCW TV title. (laughs) I know exactly. You're with your people, Dan Soder. I know exactly who I am. I'm a real Dean Malenko, 94. I've got to put a, some sort of strap on the guy. <laughs> I don't know. Look, guys, that's in WCW locker room. Stop fighting. We have enough belts for everybody. Yeah. We'll make you your own belt. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's what Bischoff did in WCW. He's like, happy birthday. We made you your own belt. Yeah. And then Chris Jericho walks up, and they go, except you. Yeah, you don't get any of them. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Chris Jericho in WCW. It wasn't right what they did, but... Let's talk about SummerSlam. Yeah. Do you have, besides 91, a favorite? I mean, I'm so jealous that Skyler was at Match Made in Heaven, Match Made in Hell. That is That's, 91. That, is that the same one? Yes, that, it's the same thing. Oh, 92 is Wembley, right? Yeah. Oof. What do you mean, oof? I didn't like that one. Are you kidding me? Brett versus Bulldog? Macho versus Warrior? Yeah, but Brett versus Bulldog wasn't as good as it was supposed to be. What? That was a letdown match. That was a- I don't like it. Boo! I'll tell you. Let's I'll, it. I'll say it. Yeah, that's a terrible, terrible. Honestly, opinion. this is a cheap answer, but it's really true. I uh, he I went with him to I went with Sam to SummerSlam last year. It's the closest I've ever been to the action. That's easily the coolest SummerSlam I've ever been to. And yeah. that Finn Balor Seth Rollins match was fucking awesome. Here's the thing about last year. Seeing that, and then Brock Randy was great because I was just close, and to watch Brock take someone to Suplex City close is impressive. And then to just, I mean, smash his skull for no apparent reason. By the way, all of that's like, yeah, I reacted. The hard way. Like, when it happened, I was like, no, I just yelled, no. 
Because I didn't want the match. I didn't want that to be the match. We did it. Because you like ran, like Orton was bleeding onto the mat in like a way where you're like, that's not uh, that's not a blade job. No, 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 no. Like Brock got him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he left me halfway through the pay-per-view to go sit with Maria Menudos, whatever that means. Yeah. I mean, I dare anybody to boo me for going to sit next to Maria Menounos. But he did make it up with the SummerSlam chair that I still sit on most of the time. That's... So, See? Okay. I, Wait, care. I care about the people. Going to SummerSlam Live was awesome. And yeah. I've done it. Yeah. I, you've taken me twice, but being That's... that close, it's like, man, it's insane. That's why I'm so offended, because... The first live event I ever went to was SummerSlam 92 in Wembley. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I like awkward. It. I don't like your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to go to a pay-per-view, though. My first live event was a dark show at the Cow Palace in, like, 1990. Yeah. And I watched Macho Man. It was Macho King versus Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, that was back when the house shows were better than pay-per-views because... Yeah, it was All badass. Were... It was Piper Perfect for the Intercontinental. That's, That's amazing. A... Yeah. And then I was so confused because Piper won it off Perfect, and then on Superstars, Perfect still had it. And I was like, the world makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> because now you can go on dirt sheets and see, like, the stuff, and of you kind of know what happens. But when you were a kid, that was the first show I went to, and I was watching on TV. I'm like, well, this is something's wrong. How great would it have been if they just didn't acknowledge the Internet? And they had AJ Styles win the U.S. title at Madison Square Garden. And then SmackDown just happens like Kevin Owens is still the champion. That never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. I think they should go back to doing that. <laughs> just not acknowledge. You make the internet so angry. Yeah. We No, what happened? I was there! Yeah. No, you weren't. I was there! <laughs> it All never happened. people just start losing their minds. That was I think great. So. I think that uh, uh, not enough people... So there were a string... 91 was amazing. 92, yeah. you're wrong about it. It was okay. great. I'll go but back and watch it. 90, SummerSlam started getting a little off in 93. It really dropped off. Uh, there was a couple years during the Monday Night Wars where it got, where you could tell that both companies were just worried about Monday night and started dropping the ball a little on pay-per-view. Like they just, they were just like, just how like, is this going to improve our ratings? Yeah, like, they're they're like, Screw it. Just do it Monday. quick. Yeah. Like, WCW is like, we don't even care about pay-per-views. <laughs> they're like, we got WWE at this moment. We're just going to keep sticking it to them. Right. Like, and then, then you're like, but they're, they're beating us in pay-per-views. No, 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 no. Monday ratings. Yeah. Monday ratings. If you want to see bad pay-per-views, watch, like, 98 Bash at the Beach or, like, Halloween Havoc. And you're like, I don't even know. Did they let kids run this? <laughs> Do you know what? Because I love bad wrestling. Yeah. Do you know what the first thing when the WWE Network came out, and they were like, we have all the pay-per-views ever. Any pay-per-view that you want to watch, we got it. Do you know what the first thing I watched as a WWE Network's... Sin, Sin is the correct answer. Yeah, I t- good call. You should I, give them a prize for guessing I that. turned on WCW Sin, and I'm like, let me take a look at this. Let's see how this holds up. That's such a bad B-side. It is... I mean, 2001, WCW. I bet the network was like, I don't think he means that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one view for sin. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I thought that was there in name only. Yeah, when you watch it, when you watch it, like, before the WWE became the monster that it is now, when it was, like, still figuring itself out, there's some, like, awkward pay-per-view moments. You're like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Like, let's not forget the Mountie getting arrested by NYPD. Yeah, I, I mean... Not only that. By the way, they should have really NYPD'd him and like hit him a little bit and be like, all right, let's go, buddy. <laughs> that again was 91. And the reason why that was so spectacular is because like 
you go back and you can watch that like a Toy Story movie. Yeah. Like when you're a kid, there's all this stuff that you don't get. But then when you go back now and watch it, and the Mountie is locked up in this jail cell, and a guy is next to him, and he goes, don't you just love the way leather feels against your skin? And he starts going, let me out of here! I didn't know there was going to be sodomy. I couldn't tell when I was a kid. I didn't know. Yeah, but that's, not, that's like fun sodomy. That's not power sodomy. <laughs> right, I didn't... They should have had a guy that goes, you're mine now. <laughs> that's... And then they're really like, on the nose. Little though. kids are like, ah, what happened? I mean, so you're saying take all subtlety, remove it. <laughs> Completely remove subtlety <laughs> from wrestling. Right, I get it. No, I get it. There's not that much to begin with. But people, uh, people don't talk about too much, I don't think. The fact that, really, I think that the, the pay-per-view that kind of launched the Attitude Era into full, we're doing this, I, WrestleMania 14. People say WrestleMania call. 14. What, are you going to say SummerSlam 97? That's what I'm going to say. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm wearing the no jacket. It's no sin, but I guessed it. I'm pretty happy. I think that people think it was WrestleMania 14 the same way people think, like, uh, uh, Austin 316 was born and then he just skyrocketed. Like, you can kind of – but when you look at – and because it's not really what happened. You're was, going full wrestling hipster on this. It was months. Well, it's a wrestling podcast. Yeah, thing. but I'm I going, mean, I'm not, you're like going deeper. You're like – Actually, if you look at it, it's almost there's, like you're teaching a community college course. There's literally, there's a guy in the front row wearing a 1997 Heart Foundation T-shirt. Yeah, I mean these these. That guy's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We know. Yeah, all I want all the shirt. This is the only thing when you come <laughs> to you're like, I want that shirt. I want that shirt. <laughs> but I think SummerSlam '97. That was the show when Stone Cold broke his neck. Yeah, and really, bad pile driver. Yeah, when you talk about the rise of Austin 316, it was when he was not wrestling. It was when he was coming back because that's what started his train of stunning Sergeant Slaughter and JR. And I mean, I don't remember a storyline that just inched and inched and inched. It was months yeah. until that episode of Raw on Madison Square Garden when McMahon. Vince McMahon and Stone Cold are staring at each other and you're like, Oh, my God, because yeah. Vince wasn't even really out of the closet as the owner. But, yeah, that was the first shift of broadcaster to, oh, this guy really does run right. everything. And then I'm like, he's not going to stun Vince. He's not going to. He's going to. He's going to. He's going to not do anything because he's an employee. <laughs> yeah. Do you think if Austin doesn't break his neck at SummerSlam 97, he's still doing matches today? No. I agree. I think he does. I don't think I, so. You don't think so? He had bad knees. He had bad like this but dude. The, but the neck has always been the issue. This dude ran hard, like he ran hard, and he stopped before he really had to. If he wanted to come back now, he could have another run, and he doesn't want to. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who also at one point was so fed up with the place, walked out. You know what I mean? So I, I think that that he left when it was when it was time to just go. So you don't think the neck injury stopped him from going longer in his career? I don't think it helped him. But I think that, that it almost acted as like, you know what, I got this neck injury, I can bow out. Yeah. And, and, and take a good care way of this out. neck injury. It's like, right. yeah, a gentleman's way out. Like, right. hey, you know, I have a broken neck. Right. So, right. Remember when I broke my neck for you? I think I'm going to take it easy now. Whereas, you can never say that at a job and they're like, they're like or why? Hey, remember on t- hey, last Sunday I broke my neck. Like, yeah. Hey, home for a little bit. Yeah, I got a broken neck. I can't wrestle anymore. And Kurt Angle's like, sissy. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't like, you just wrestle Brock Lesnar? He's like, oh, I get to throw the owner's kid through windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, because uh, SummerSlam 97 was all stipulation matches pretty much. Yeah. Everyone in the Hart Foundation had their stipulation match. <sighs> 
man, the Heart Foundation really was a great crew so and predated great. like the DX and all that stuff. Yes. Um, and I'm I'm such a fan of Pillman that that's where I'm upset. Like that there never was like a Pillman yeah. Austin real angle. That oh my been, god! That would have been the Hollywood blondes going. You know, for it's those exploding. Who like, yeah. 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 And I think, like, no, what, he was, like, my favorite guy on the mic when I was young, and I didn't know why. And it was because you could tell he was ruffling feathers. He was making right. people angry. Even back then when, like, behind the curtain, you didn't really know. Yeah. Like, you weren't, you were a kid, and there was no, like, the internet wasn't big. But you could tell, you're like, that's different. Yeah. He's telling, he's not supposed to be saying that stuff. And when you saw Pillman in WCW, you're like, eh, all right, I get it. But then WWE, you're like, this guy's going to be awesome. Yeah. So it just sucks. Plus, I mean, he gets to WWE, and... Stone Cold breaks into his house, and then he pulls out a gun, and I'm like, this is what? Yeah. <laughs> ah, what a great pitch. Like, we're going to bring a gun. Like, into wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. now we're going to use a gun. Imagine. We've seen chairs. We've seen tables. We've seen ladders. We're going to add guns. This is all, That's my biggest criticism of Roman Reigns is I hate the vest. I think the vest should be out of there. Right. Put him in a tank top. I'm fine with it. You just want to see that body. Yeah. I do too, man. He's Come got on, a great Roman, body. show us the goods. <laughs> no, but it's weird. It's like if you're going in to fight, like if someone had a helmet in the WWE, you'd be like, this is dumb. <laughs> oh, he's the footballer. <laughs> Shut up. The guy's wearing a helmet. <laughs> you know, when you think about SummerSlams too, I think it was SummerSlam 2002. Yeah. That really kind of, that was another... Those were, I, those were some dark years for me. I think I was out of wrestling at that point. 2002 was those like... Were drug years. That was Rock Brock, right? <laughs> They're all drug years. Yeah, man. all right. Well, <laughs> some are better than others. But, I mean, those some are... Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was 03 when uh, Rock Brock, I think. Was Rock that Brock was 02, right? You've been outvoted, sir. <laughs> Get um, her to the fan fight pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, SummerSlam 02 comes around, and not only do you have Rock Brock, where Brock really becomes the man. Yeah. But you've got Shawn Michaels returning for one match, which turned into, like, his, the best run he's had. Ever. Yeah. I mean... Like, that solidified him as arguably, like, the greatest of all time. HBK... I, I don't know how you can be solidified as arguably the greatest of all time, but... Why yeah. not? That's an oxymoron. Well, yeah, I, he's solid. He's in the top five of all time, definitely. Without a doubt. And that's... A lot of that is because of that, that run that SummerSlam 02 kicked off. Yeah, God. When did DX really kick into high gear? It was 98? 97? 97, 98. And 97. then 02. You're right. His singles run in 02 was awesome. Yeah. So you're saying that SummerSlam is as important as 97? Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, I think SummerSlam 2000, like 97. SummerSlam doesn't get enough credit for launching things because, like, the, the, the wrestling season is kind of built around WrestleMania. But when we think about it, like, SummerSlam 97 is what brought us to a place where WrestleMania yeah. could be what it was. And I, SummerSlam 2002 was a, it took full advantage of the, of the brand split, which ended up kind of falling apart eventually. But in that moment, everything was perfect. And it, and, it, and it launched us to this place where Brock Lesnar is better than The Rock. I have another injury question. Finn Balor doesn't get injured last year. What kind of a different run is that? Oh, my God. I mean... Finn Balor, like, yeah, let's he talk came about in hot, that. Was the first Universal Champion, and then injuries has to give it up, but that yeah. changes the whole past year. Of course, does it Braun does. Strowman get a big enough push with with Finn Balor? Ooh, you're talking about some. This is like Inception or something. Yeah, it's, I think it's levels on levels. Well, yeah, can I, I mean, say that I'm finally around? I love Braun Strowman. Finally, I knew it would happen eventually. His weird baby face upset me for long enough. Yeah. 
So is everybody still against me when I say he's a good guy, or are you guys like, are, are we finally, or is the, the debate rages you on? You think he's a heel or babyface? Baby he's babyface. He's, he's got a baby's a, face. He's a giant man if you, with a tiny baby's face. If you face. take the beard and the hair away, he has a baby's face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see it. By the way, that's something I'd never say within a three-mile radius of him yeah. hearing it. Braun, you look so masculine and yeah. strong. Oh, cool beard. I'm going to run. <laughs> No, I'm spilling water in my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that oh, no, was there is, before. These are trick jeans. It just yeah. looks like I'm peeing myself. That's a pattern. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think, you know, obviously Finn Balor gets a run as universal champion. I mean, that's... If he doesn't get injured. It changes everything. It does change everything. I mean, who knows? Maybe you lead into WrestleMania last year with Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, you know? of course. Yeah, uh, you Roman, know what? Roman I, Reigns is like. Sorry, everybody. Roman Reigns is still getting there, regardless of regardless of the road. Like that's. Yeah. You're all, right. The people all, can speak. All roads lead to Roman Reigns. Old, old. I know, but it's Sam true. Titan Sports Roberts. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I think it's a good run. Look, all I'm saying is the facts. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying. You it's think good. Roman wins on Sunday? I don't think so. You know why? You think Joe? Anybody I would love think, if Joe won. I think that, that little kid right there is right. I think Brock Lesnar is leaving here, and the UFC, and the Fatal 4-Way, and the Paul Heyman stipulation, it's all a red herring. You think that's all, that was all just fake? It's all to throw us off. So course. what, we get to see the champ once every three months like a divorced dad? <laughs> oh, no, I love it every other weekend. Oh, can I touch the belt? All right, Bye. <laughs> I want the champ every no, week. I know, but... Gender's some, out there every week with the belt. But, Dan, some of us don't come from broken families, and we're okay with the All champion, right. not always. Sorry you had a businessman dad who traveled. It's the same thing! <laughs> he's not around. He's not at dinner at 6 p.m. <laughs> Look, if I had my choice, are yeah. you asking me what I think or what I would love to see? What would you... What do you think's going to happen? If this were the Sam Roberts Wrestling Federation, or if this is... Uh. That's what I would call it. Isn't that a great name? No. What? The Sam Roberts Wrestling Federation? I thought that was kind of catchy. It sounds more like a law firm than anything else. <laughs> I don't know why there's a law firm ring to it. Yeah. It does have a... At sl- Sam Roberts Wrestling Federation, we do matches for you. I don't mind it. Do you like cage matches? <laughs> do, yeah. do you like... Did you like WCW Sin? It's, it's scrolling down. If you like cage matches or ladder matches <laughs> or table matches... Or t- <laughs> But if you so if you ran it, if Vince was like, take over, Sam. You got this, Sam? I'm like, yeah, Vince, I got this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get to the pre-show, and he's like, Sam, I know it's in capable hands, buddy. I got to split. Yeah. And then he goes, also, <laughs> No problem, Vince. Shane, get in here. I got some ideas for you. <laughs> he goes, Sam, no eye contact. <laughs> do you run? What do you, who do I, you have win? Braun. Put Braun over. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Because I would love to see... Samoa Joe try to win the title from Braun Strowman. And by the way, I mean, if you guys were listening to the podcast at WrestleMania, I was saying that that's the match that I wanted to see, Braun Strowman versus Samoa Joe, regardless of who's the good guy and who's the bad guy or whatever. I think that, like, you know, we've seen Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman once or twice. There's been uh, attempted vehicular manslaughter. There's, I, at this point, I don't know what else you can do other than actual combustion, like lighting 
somebody on fire and watching them burn. Like, I don't know what you could do. And then he'd be back on Raw. And you're yeah. like, all right, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, the fire? Fire can't stop this guy? No, no. But he can't win the title. Or what if he's like Frankenstein and fires what he's scared of? <laughs> Where they give him, like, remember when Andre was afraid of Jake's snake? Oh, yeah. Maybe they just make, maybe they make fire. Yeah, I know how that sounded. I know exactly how that sounded, and I still said it. I guess they're not as big a geeks as we Just, thought they were. Oh, Jake, you're so big. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, just wrestling. It's gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you think Andre would look down at Jake's tights and get scared? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to I don't like it. <laughs> I want you to think of baseball. <laughs> or your grandma. Look, uh, look, pal. Andre, Andre afraid Andre... of boners might be my new favorite thing. Jake, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Andre, it's all right, sorry, man. <laughs> Andre's getting scared, Jake. You're going to need to start going in there flaccid. He's not, he won't work with you if you're not flaccid. <laughs> you ever look at a man's tights? <laughs> <laughs> Realize what you're looking at is <laughs> Diary of a Madman. <laughs> looking at a man's tights. Andre, Andre, afraid of boners, will somehow make it into making me laugh but when I'm by myself somewhere. Well, I think you just covered the uh, price of admission. Yeah. <laughs> Can I give a recommendation for Mark Henry's final match? And he said he wanted to go out. With as a as long as it's not Jake Roberts' boner, <laughs> no. yes, you can. No. Ray Mysterio. Okay. Someone, uh, you don't like that? You were like actually angry, like Ray owes you money. You think that's bad? Well, he just worst said that could have been said. the worst thing you've ever said. Oh, no, sir. You Hot should dog. go back we, and listen. That's just a way can worse thing. we get a stuff. mic on him? Do we have a, do we have a wireless You're mic? You're actually D-Lo Brown? You hate Ray Mysterio. Yeah, why? Why? Uh, I, I would love to know. We're going to get a uh, mic. Uh, for this, uh, for for young hot dog to, to mic this guy, because I want to know. I mean, it kind of sounded interesting to me. This one final David versus Goliath. Yeah, but I mean, we already got shot down. I mean, severely shot down. But I'd like I, to know. I thought he was half a second away from walking out. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I will not listen to this filth. Yeah, that really. How 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 awful is that? That you go from like the brilliant Andre Boner bit into like, what about Rey Mysterio? And fuck you, Soder. <laughs> You suck! I'm gonna leave here like I just don't know what happened in there. I was having so much fun. You can grab one of these uh, wired mics off stage, hot dog. If it was this guy's name, his name's not actually hot dog. It's hot it? dog. That's his name. It's hot dog, and he's uh, and that's his. There you name. go, hot dog. Let's give it up for hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot. Yeah. Hot dog. Man wanna, with the microphone. Is wanna, this the hot dog? That's hot dog. The Jim and Oh, he's in front of the speaker, oh, yeah. so that might wow. be some problem. Wow. Might have to stand up, or else yeah. it's gonna be like. Oh, we got a wireless mic. Hey, give me the hot dog. Here, give me the wired mic. I'll... Yeah. All right. Stage crew, Dan Soder. Yeah. I. You know what? Uh, I don't mean to brag, but we're on the same stage as one Corey Feldman and the Angels. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, sat right under that exit and watched three hours of probably one of the most embarrassing concerts I've ever seen in my life. Did he do Ascension Millennium? Oh, he opened with it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 
I'd say he did it. Ascension. Ascension. So you are very upset about this idea that Rey Mysterio and, and, and Mark Henry would... Uh... Never been a Mysterio fan. Why are you not a Mysterio fan? Have you seen the well, 619? Well, hold on, because you can get me with the dressing up like a superhero thing at WrestleMania. What? That got annoying after, like, two years. Look, I didn't mind the Joker one, but he lost me at Avatar. Yeah, you're like, what does that even mean? I don't even know. He goes, I got a friend. He had a deal. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. I don't think I get this. A luchador fighting Mark Henry for his last match. Just not a big fan of that. You don't like why don't you, why don't, Mark Henry can throw him around and then he can matter. do cool flips. Doesn't why matter. don't you like Rey like, Mysterio? It wasn't a joke. I'd much rather see D'Lo Brown versus Mark Henry before Rey Mysterio. Why don't you like Rey Mysterio? Henry. Boo this man! I'm <laughs> <laughs> on. I think you guys are right. <laughs> Yo, we boo the bad guys. Why don't you like Rey Mysterio? Just never Don't tell him. me just not a fan. You give me a reason. You didn't, I like way, you didn't like the way he worked. You didn't like his mic skills. What was it? Now, I mean, you talk about WCW pay-per-views. You go back to Halloween Havoc, what was it, 97? Yes. Am I right there? Yeah, you want to see a Rey Mysterio match. That's when he's all up in purple. Yeah. And Eddie Guerrero, I believe, is his yeah, opponent. Yeah, yeah, that's a great match. I'll say this. The two biggest overrated superstars of all time is Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Oh. Good night, everybody. I'm, I can't. Sorry. I mean, what? This is. <laughs> oh, dude, I, that guy. By the way, your body language, sir, is incredible. Oh, uh, your not D, good. your DJ Khaled body energy <laughs> is one of my favorite things. But he's got a good point. Who's who's your favorite? Of, I mean, who do you like? Modern day or? Yeah, I'll tell you who he likes. Besides <laughs> D'Lo, who yeah. do you like? Look, maybe if you put a chest protector on Rey Mysterio, he'd be doing something interesting. Because I'm going to say it, Steven Regal's a good worker. <laughs> I just love, I love that, like, uh, like, everything Rey Mysterio's ever done is like, meh. You see Delos Frog Splash? He doesn't, okay, Eddie By the way, let me Eddie just Guerrero. say this, another bulletproof vest-wearing guy. Yeah. He's a vest guy. I'm Ed- out of here. Eddie Guerrero, who does the Frog Splash, is overrated. But D'Lo Brown, who does the frog splash, is not. That's the one we go with. So who do you have the retirement match with Mark Henry with? Well, I want to know who, you, who do you like that's modern day? You smoke your K2? Is that what you said, K2? Modern day. Modern day. Speak into that microphone. I want to hear you. Don't say AJ Styles. I'm not. Because that's like that real easy. Tell me who. Tell me who. Your, your, your lady's embarrassed by you. No. <laughs> she goes, I'm, an, me, she goes, I'm an Eddie I was a Latino World Order guy. <laughs> yeah, but that was mainly for El Dandy, to be fair. Who's your, who's your, who's your guy? Bradley Ziggler. Don't Modern Ziggler. Look. Look, I Listen, mean. I like, oh, yeah, okay. that's like. Don't you think he's kind of. Let, let's get, I'll, give you, I'll give you this last chance. Who would you have the retirement match with? Yeah, me Mark, or Mark, Mark Henry. You Mark, choose who you. Mark Henry. No, has, when you yeah, retire you, from the no, square you circle, you get Stephen HR in yeah. a back alley brawl match. Because <laughs> who am I picking to retire match with? Probably gonna go with my boss. Put him through a table. Tables, ladders, chairs match with my old man. Who do you put in a Mark Henry retirement match? 
It'd be yeah. great if he goes Rey Mysterio. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the hell out of here. trolled me. <laughs> Who is it? I would say probably Cena. Who? Cena? Cena. Yeah. No. Cena. I'd say Cena. Cena's got... I mean, Don't you remember when he fake retired? I remember, but then he had a match with John Cena. Yeah, I mean, it was leading to good. a blow-off with John Cena. Like, you're not like, hey, remember when I fake retired and, and I slammed John Cena? Well, we're finally going to have the match. And John <laughs> Cena would be like, no, we had a match three weeks after that. He goes, this is for realsy this time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, now I'm actually retiring. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not with that. I'm still on my Rey Mysterio match. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying well, I think that. most people are. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, I think... Daniel Bryant, is that's another neck injury. Yeah, wow. Concussions. Concussions. I like that we're getting so... We're, yeah, Ray with a helmet instead of a mask. And you're all, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That's a great idea. <laughs> but I love that it was like his physician was in the crowd. He goes, his knee isn't really what it used to be. <laughs> uh, I know, Ray, close personal friends. He limps when he walks. So. What are you most looking forward to? But, I mean, and then I was going in my mind, I was thinking about titles, and I was like... It has been uh, said here at my live wrestling podcast. It's the first time I've done the full podcast live, and it's this big event, and it's now been put on the record that D'Lo Brown was a better European champion <laughs> than Eddie Guerrero was. They had the same title. I don't agree with that at all. And D'Lo's better. Look, D'Lo's great. Yeah. But not like great, yeah. like, oh, he is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just... Huh? Because he's. You he said why? Because he's black. All right. Yes. Yeah. Let's get some social issues involved. <laughs> why isn't gold dust in the mix? Yeah. Huh? It's a lie. He was born that way. Yeah. Right? That's right. That's right. I'm a racist who prefers Guerrero. Yeah, <laughs> Sam's one of those fringe racists. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what match? This what, is going to sound What are you weird. looking forward to most this year at SummerSlam? It's uh, obviously. I think both title matches are going to be fun. But I think it's just because it happened this week on Raw. I'm really excited for Rollins, Ambrose, Sheamus, Cesaro. I mean, and no one else is. And I'm excited about it. And I don't care if you don't like it. You know what? They're, they're, they're pretending that they're not excited. Because they're like, oh, we're like, you know, we're not. We kind of knew this was coming. That's yeah, we too saw goody, goody. We saw it. But when, like, it is amazing when you watch something in front of a Boston crowd. Yeah. Right? And it's like. The crowd reacts exactly how they're supposed to. Yeah. You, that never happens anymore when they're like, will he or won't he? And we're like, I really hope he does. Oh, he didn't. Oh, please do. Oh, he didn't. Because I was oh, sitting at home did. going, I was sitting at home, and the first time they did it, I went, this stinks. <laughs> when he wouldn't do it, I go, this stinks. And they started fighting. I go, they're going to fight. And then Seamus and Cesaro came down. And I was like, all right. Right. And then it got fun, and I was like, oh, it's like that up and down thing. Right. It's like my friends that come over and watch. Uh, pay-per-views with me and criticize when people kick out at the two count. Yeah. It's like, oh, they do that a lot. Then by the third time, they're like, ah! <laughs> That's why I'm still a fan of wrestling because I was still like, get together and tag up! <laughs> and then it happened. I was like, ah! My only... You can start so cynical at the beginning of an angle and then when it actually goes through, you're like, I'm excited for this now. As mad as he was about Jake the Snake Roberts ruining his wedding reception, do you think the Macho Man would be able to wrestle Jake the Snake Roberts while he had a boner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he go, yeah, I'm going to have to stay away, Roberts. Yeah, it's a very real thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. They had to go to pants, yeah. Trunks were boning me up. Real hard. You think getting in? What's that? No, don't say don't. Slim Jim. That'll stop the whole thing. <laughs> 
Like, you just stopped the whole thing. Not really. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's I know. Not it's not live. Like, if a if you're a real macho man, you, a fan, you're upset about the whole Slim Jim thing, right? Right. That was like your favorite band going public. Like everyone knew about it. Like I like that Slim Jim. You're like, it's way better than that. Yeah. It's better when he's all jacked up on blow talking about old song lyrics. <laughs> I don't want to see him shill dried beef. No, I want to see him throw creamer at me. You know, yeah, I want him to keep pulling out creamers out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. But where the hell did he get that broom? How does he have such good uncle magic? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage could have been an amazing sleight of hand artist. Yeah, where he goes, yeah, over here. Uh... No, it's over here. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is this your bill? Yeah, he goes, now, you told me your number, uh-huh. You have not seen the car yet, right? <laughs> Turn around. Was this your card? <laughs> no. Damn it! <laughs> Macho's bad at magic. He's not good. He's not. Yeah. He's... You got wandering eyes. Yeah. <laughs> You watched me, uh-huh. <laughs> Problem is, he's doing magic, but somebody in the audience is looking at Elizabeth, yeah. and he's been completely distracted from his trick. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes, uh-huh, now check behind your ear. Yeah, hold on. What are you looking at? <laughs> Stop looking at my... He did treat her like a magician's assistant. Yeah. yeah. Did Macho Man want to be a magician? Was he telling us I something? Mean, he... The top hats, the clothes? The cape. The cape? Wow. I think we got to something here. Yeah. And when he didn't have an assistant, he had the little macho midget with him. That's yeah. definitely a magician. That definitely is a... All of his angle is mostly ma- magician stuff. Now I'm smaller. Yeah. Normal size. Tiny size. <laughs> wow. He was a magician the whole time. There really is... I'm going to go back and watch matches now. So the macho man is the Amber magic Cadabra. man. <laughs> You can hear him saying it. Yeah, steamboat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hocus pocus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Open sesame. <laughs> it all makes sense. Magic terms and macho man voice works. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Abracadabra. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, listen, Dan, you got a lot to do tonight yourself. Yeah, I got to go tell jokes to drunk businessmen. Yeah. It's a sad life being a whore, but it's a good life. <laughs> you got stand-up comedy to do. Uh, 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 where? I'm going to be where? at the stand on the 10 o'clock show, and then this Friday I'll be back there. Tomorrow night I'm doing a one-nighter. So, so we will, uh, and, you know, I, I, I believe our show will get out just in time for you guys to run over to the stand if you want to see Dan Soder perform tonight. Yeah. DanSoder.com for dates. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Dan Soder. I love you, Sam Roberts. Oh. Ray Mysterio is way better than you give him credit for it. Eddie Guerrero's a god. I'm out of here. Yeah, Dan Soder, everybody. Dan Soder, everybody. So, I said, uh, you know, I've done live shows before, and tomorrow we'll be at, at Caroline's doing our traditional Summer Sam show. I would uh, uh, I encourage everybody to come out. Seth Rollins and Sasha Banks are both going to be uh, at Caroline's with me tomorrow. That's our, uh, our traditional yearly interview Q&A show. Why are you your hand? All right, so I'll email you tonight. I've been doing a show. Like, I got 100 things going on. Like, I understand that, like, 
emailing you should be a big priority. But I was putting this together. Okay? Has everybody been enjoying the show so far? I mean, goddamn, with the I haven't gotten an email yet. You'll get your email. You'll get your email. Um, but that's tomorrow. Tonight, as I said, it's a full Sam Roberts wrestling podcast. And even though I don't have a dog barking or a baby crying, it is important to do the state of wrestling. But I don't want to do it by myself this time. And I don't think it's a, it's, it's a true classic state of wrestling without our next guest, Katie Lindendahl. Where is she? There she is, everybody. It's Katie. In all her glory. Look at you. Dude, you left me up there by myself with like five meat trays <laughs> in my thoughts. It was getting kind of weird. Well, that's what she said. Meat trays, Katie. It's a so euphemism. It yeah, yeah. Hi, I'll, Sam. I'll let you know when you walk into one of those by mistake. Yes. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. I love you, too. They all, I uh, mean it. They, they, it's, more of a, it's more of a lust than a love, just for, with them. Just, I'll take what I can get. Okay, good, good, good. So, Katie, welcome to the State of Wrestling. Uh, a lot of people we were doing the meet and greet earlier, and a question that uh, came up uh, more than once was, Sam, like, how did you react to Baron Corbin cashing in on SmackDown this week? And then losing it. Which, like, and, and, and I think, did we all go on this, like, wave of emotions? Like, wait a minute, are they... Could, did you know from the beginning it was Dunsky? Give me a... Uh, uh, do we have the wireless over there, H-Dizzle? Yeah. I want to I wanna know from this guy right here in the, in the hat with trees on. Are those trees on your hat? Oh, in the Supreme hat. Oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> so you, uh, you, from the minute that he came out with that briefcase, you were like, please, God, no. Yeah, because Did- the way he hit him, it was uh-huh. like... Hey, the way he hit Cena was like, uh, what the hell? Why? Like, why would he do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, if he's going to cash in, like... Yeah. What does he have this? What does he stand to gain by John Cena not winning? I'll right. tell you what, because he hates him. <laughs> he doesn't like him. He got him there, Sam. Nailed he won him. There. Nailed him. I don't like you, and you won't be winning matches while I have this briefcase. Do you think, in legitimately, what we're up to sixteen Money in the Banks to date? Excuse me. Look at that research. It's just off the top of my head. That's incredible. Never. Do you think that was the worst cash in of all time? Sandow. Yeah. No. No, I don't think that was the worst cash in of all time. I think Sandow was the worst cash in. And I'll tell you, there was, there was, well, I mean, Mr. Anderson, uh, 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 Ken Kennedy, was probably the worst winner because he lost the briefcase in just a regular match, which is like, what? But it, who, did it, who won it? And who became like the most famous Money in the Bank guy of all time? Edge. So all's well that ends well. But yeah, I, the, the one thing that kept it from being like the worst thing that's ever happened was like, you go, okay, I see what's going on. They're giving a reason for being to this rivalry between John Cena and Baron Corbin. Like, now there's a reason why Baron Corbin hates John Cena so much. There is, there is a revenge factor coming to the SummerSlam match that now Baron Corbin is like, you're the guy who took my briefcase. If I didn't like you before, I really don't like it's you now. It's a stretch. You think so? It's a stretch. I mean, I think... Who thinks it's a stretch? I think on a scale of 
the whole spectrum of Money in the Bank of all time. Corbin to Seth Rollins, WrestleMania 33. I mean, that is the lowest point and the highest point. Seth Rollins is definitely the best cash-in of all time. Are we in agreement? Yeah, that's, that's tough to argue. Um, Ziggler second? Oh, of course, this guy says one, but he's like, Eddie Guerrero sucks. So, second, right? Yeah, I mean, what, the Ziggler cash-in. Like, the Seth Rollins cash-in was this great, amazing cash-in because it set up this amazing trajectory for his career because say what you want about Seth Rollins, like... When he was the champion, as a bad guy, I thought he was awesome. Like, I thought it was a great time to be Seth Rollins. Uh, but for Dolph Ziggler, it was just... It was like when Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania 30. It was like this awesome moment, and then you realize it's just the moment. For whatever reason. Because of Daniel Bryan, it was... In, uh, because of Dolph Ziggler, it was injury, too. He got stripped of the title. But it was like this moment that you're right. It's still the second... Probably the second best cash-in. I mean, the CM Punk cash-ins were also really great because I don't think any of us saw them coming. But when you have a cash-in like last night, two nights last night. Last night. Losing it, people. Then you start to dilute the briefcase in itself. Do you or is it important to sometimes not be successful with money in the bank? Isn't it important that, that we don't, like, because otherwise, every time that briefcase gets handed in, you're like, yep, title change. But now I would have like, said that uh, when... Right. I would have said that it, it, was, it was unique to just have him win in the first place, to even have the briefcase. Yeah. Then to go with that, they didn't need to do that last night, in my opinion. No, I mean, I, look, I'm playing devil's advocate, and I'm explaining, like, why. Like, I try to, once things happen, I, like, try to justify it in my head. I think Baron Corbin is better holding the briefcase because it adds a mystique and unpredictability to him that I think he kind of, not needs, but benefits him a lot. That's, you think needs? He needs a haircut. Yeah, well, guess what? People say the same thing about me, so I will not be getting behind that. That's, that's a cruel thing that people say to people, and it's not true in most cases. <laughs> but um, We're going to do a little trivia, but do you know the, the two superstars of all time that have cashed in on the, on the same day? Dean Ambrose and Kane? Oh, man, you, come on, dude. <laughs> you just gave it to him. I did, I did not know the answer to that question, but you got my back well over done. there. Well done. Um, that was hard. So, yeah, I mean, I think that the, the thinking behind uh, Baron Corbin losing that briefcase is the same thinking behind uh, Finn Balor losing clean to Bray Wyatt and then having a, a viscous, mucus-like, acidic red substance. liquid substance, symbolic substance put on Cesspool him. Cesspool of germs. Right, right, right. I think that, that... Anything but the word blood. What? Stop! My, um, my bad, my bad. I mean, why would you call him? It's, it's not... It wasn't... It wasn't blood. Why would you call it that? It wasn't. I mean, that's insane. Uh, blood's not that thick. But uh, uh, I think that, that, that the, re- like the reason they did that and had you know, this match happen and Finn Balor loses is because now, because before, there's really no reason for Finn Balor to put that demon paint on to fight Bray Wyatt because, you know, I love Bray Wyatt. Everybody knows he's like one of my favorites. But, you know, what's, unfortunately, what's he done? Now there's like this thing like, okay, this demon who just got covered in blood needs to be a demon again. So does it lead to a one-off? What do you mean? Is this a one-and-done? Bray Wyatt and Finn? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we, we, we would think that the, the demon comes out at Summer... Hopefully they said, oh, it's so mean. They would think that uh, the demon comes out at SummerSlam, beats Bray Wyatt, and then it's time for something else. I mean, I'd love to see Finn Balor go back into that universal title picture that we talked about. What, what, did, what did you think of uh, the, the tag title match that was made on Raw? 
because I said it before while Soder was out here that, I mean, I thought it was an amazing segment just because Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, as you were watching it, two weeks in a row had the crowd in the palm of their hands. There was an audible the week before this week, last week is what they call that. There was, there was an audible, like they put the fist out or whoever did it. I I think uh, Seth Rollins put his fist out and everybody goes, yeah. And then Dean Ambrose walks away and everybody goes, oh, and you don't hear that. Oh, all that often. You know what I mean? Because like, like that takes a level of investment into a story that a lot of times people are like, meh, you know, you're not going to get there. Was it too predictable in the end, though? I, I think that as much... Or was it necessary? As much as we all knew where it was going, there was this familiarity. It was like eating cake. Like, you know how good yeah. it's going to be. It's not like this surprise, like, oh, my God, cake is delicious. <laughs> but you're like, I love cake so much. I'm so glad there's cake back here. You know, I like if I didn't have cake for however many years it's been, and then somebody was like, look, here's a cake, I'd be like, yeah! Even though it's not a surprise. Like, I was thinking of the same analogy. Exactly. Totally. It's cake. It's cake for the, for the wrestling soul. But I, that, How long before uh, Reigns is in the mix? Does it happen? Wow, that's soon. I, don't, I, I, don't th- I told you a couple weeks ago that I want, I want Roman to join them because I think it'd be good for Roman, right? Like I think it's the one thing that might be able to refresh Roman and bring him back to like, okay, we like what... Seth and Dean are doing, we put Roman in, maybe there's something cool happening here because it's not happening as a solo act. That said, I don't see it happening. Shield it back together, yes or no? No. Look at that, a mixed reaction. I love it. Everybody's debating and thinking. Okay, I'm just hearing words now. Hold on. Shield back together, all in favor, yes? No way. Me. It's a split, man. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it'll happen. Though. Shield versus club. I, I like that. Club, I mean, shield. Shield versus, cl- like, do you really, have you seen what the club has done? Who's, she, like, I understand that the Bullet Club is cool, but, like, you know, the Shield versus Gallows and Anderson, I kind of can pr- predict. Oh, put, put, put Finn Balor in there? I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Are you excited about that? I mean, you, uh, you know Adam Cole, correct? Yes. You've seen him work before at Ring of yes. Honor shows that we've gone to together. The, the hot rumor, I see the Adam Cole shirt out there. The hot rumor on these wrestling streets is that he has signed and maybe in Brooklyn uh, this weekend. One would imagine for the NXT TakeOver pay-per-view. Some people are theorizing that maybe we see him team up with uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby, Fish, uh, 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 and Bobby Fish to do some kind of like a Ring of Honor faction inside NXT. What do you think of the uh, possibility of, of Adam Cole? I think you and I saw that coming. Oh, my God. It was a matter of when. You saw it coming five years ago. It's like, this is definitely... It's one of those things, though, just with with a Samoa Joe or... I mean, you could name anyone that came out of NXT, which was a surprise to us. Even Styles. Yeah. It's going to happen, but when it does, it's still that extreme excitement. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that... But when does he pop on? I think it should be NXT. You put him in NXT for a while? Absolutely, Yeah. Make him the big star in NXT. I think they he should have done it. the same thing with Mike Bennett. I mean, uh, Mike Kanellis, to tell you the truth. You know, I think that that, that could have done pretty well in NXT because it's this kind of weird, quirky gimmick. But on SmackDown, it's like, eh. It fell a little flat. Yeah, it fell a little flat, unfortunately. Uh, what are you most excited about uh, at SummerSlam? NXT. You're excited about TakeOver more than SummerSlam. 
Are you guys in agreement? Because there's been, there is a raging debate that NXT is not what it was. That's, that's, the, that's the debate that goes on. I think that, that NXT is on an upswing at the moment, personally. Um, like, I don't I think, think we'll ever get back to, when you and I were on the road with NXT, and we went to some of the coolest shows in the middle of nowhere, Florida, in gyms where there might have been 20 people. Right. Those are my favorite shows. Right, but that was also when you had, like, the entire main event scene of Raw and SmackDown in NXT. Yes. So it we're was never like, going to get back to that. Amazing. But, and I, I realize that that's not a reality anymore. But I still think NXT is the closest to an indie kind of scene, even though it's changed so much. Yeah. But you're very you right now for this weekend. What are you most excited about on the Takeover show? Oh man, yeah, rude. Is it, is I mean, that's kind of obvious. Yeah, or Oscar. or the Oscar match. I mean, they've done such a good job with Oscar in NXT. I would love to see Heyman. I've seen that kind of floated around. Paul Heyman in NXT. Be the Oscar. Be the first Paul Heyman girl. One guy goes, no. <laughs> He's like the Eddie Guerrero guy. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I actually think that that works because I love that uh, Asuka kind of does some more bad guy-ish stuff. Like, she's way more arrogant and cocky than she used to be. But, like, to have a mouthpiece as well, which Paul Heyman would be, like, I think it'd be kind of amazing. That's perfect. And that's how you float her up to the roster. How do you feel, like, uh, what, do you, what do you think of, of Jinder going into SummerSlam? Has he hindered gender? What does that mean? Wait, has he, has he hindered himself? I'm excited. That's probably my favorite match on all of SummerSlam. Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal is your favorite match? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a hot take. That's a controversial opinion. And what? then Styles Owens. Why is, yeah. Yeah, I think. No that, brainer. That's gonna, with Shane as the referee, I think that's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And I love that Shane McMahon's gotten hit in the face like, week after week by both guys, it, like, now there's a whole story going on. It's great. Does, does that lead to a Shane Owens first, or does it lead to a Shane Styles? <laughs> um, does it matter? Both are going to be sick. I would, think, I would think Owens, but probably, probably not for a little, maybe it's Survivor Series. Maybe. I mean, probably not for a little bit. It's not like they're going to, well, who knows. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I'm surprised, though, to hear that. What, what gets you so excited about the nakamura uh, Jinder Mahal match? I'm a Nakamura fan. No, I know. Uh, have we all seen the YouTube video of Katie doing Nakamura's music? I mean, is it not amazing? We know she's a fan. She does an incredible job. But I'm also kind of excited about this boost of gender, just out of nowhere. Right. I, I like the non-hindrance it. of genderance? The non-hindrance of genderance. Yeah. Yes, correct. I'm into it. I... Th- the Maharaja. Yeah, no, no, I like it. I tried. You gotta roll those R's. Maharaja. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Maraja. That was pretty good, okay, too. Um, I am also excited by, uh, yeah, the gender getting the upswing, but unfortunately, like... I love the he, Singh he, brothers, though. Like, I, look, I love the Singh brothers. I love the whole act. I think it's great, but he can't... We've proven that he can't beat Randy Orton. He can't beat John Cena, and he got a roll-up win on Baron Corbin, and that's the title run of Jinder Mahal. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you really want to say, like, this isn't the same guy that lost every match on Raw, maybe he should win some matches as champion, that, like, like a champion. I mean, I guess he beat Mojo Rawley that time, right? Yeah, yeah, but, there, you know, he hasn't done a lot to dominate as champion. The last few months have been so hot, though, you think they're going to deflate this quickly? No Jinder? way. No, no, way. no, no, I think Jinder walks out as champion. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah, 
by the way, you all thought that Baron Corbin was cashing in at SummerSlam too, so let's all <laughs> take a step back. Um, no, I think I think Jinder will leave as, as champion. You know, I think that they'll they'll I think they'll give Nakamura time to build before they put him in that spot. And I think, that, yeah, boo! Why would we want Nakamura to build? Boo! And uh, and I think that uh, uh, what do you say? Give him the get just give him the title. He's the man. And I think that. Uh, I think they're still going to try to make the gender experiment work, you know? And I don't think it's, like, it's capable of working. But he's got to win stuff. You know, he's got to win matches. I think that's the, that's that, that's the key. Um, what stuck out for you? I thought this week's... What it, let's take a poll. This week, Raw or SmackDown, which one was better? Raw, Raw I think, was better. I think, I think Raw, and that's a rarity, but I think Raw was better. I thought every segment was... Solid. I like the, the end with, uh, did we see some of the guys wearing uh, security outfits at the end of Raw this week? Yeah, so a couple of WrestlePro guys, Danny Moff sticking out there. Good thing they had all that security. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness. No, I thought, that, uh, I thought the closing segment was good. I actually enjoy, I, some people didn't like it, but I like the Finn Balor bloodbath, uh, uh, viscous uh, red fluid acidic bath. Um, uh, I thought the opening segment was good. Like, that I thought, was silly. Who said it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's wrestling. Agreed. Like, yes, it's, like, wrestling's, like, ridiculous. Like, we all love it, though. Um, but I think, you, like, you didn't like the bloodbath? No, not for me. Is it because of the, uh, the other, like, the, the, the cultish stuff that Bray Wyatt Yeah, Wyatt's I'm not does? down with it. No. But it's not blood. It's acidic fluid. I don't give a shit what it is. Man. Okay. I'm not <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, She's getting that. serious. No. Yeah. Um, no, I thought, well, yeah, acid in the eyes is not good. But I thought that uh, I thought that uh, I thought that Raw was better, and it did a really really good job of building up uh, SummerSlam. So I want your opinion on what happens Fatal Four Way. Well, I said it to Dan Soder, and these I heard guys you talk about it a little bit. These guys booed me. I think Brock Lesnar. I don't think either champion is losing their world title, Universal title, whatever it is. I think Brock Lesnar walks out as champion. Even with all the. Well, I think that's all part of it. Like I think that it it, it promotes the discussion and it gets us all being like, oh, what's going to happen? But I, I think that that Brock Lesnar is, is walking out of there as champion. And if it's not Brock Lesnar, I would like it to be Braun Strowman. Joe. I know, I, but, but I, want, like, I want Joe to, like, when he wins it, to have this moment where it's not, like, clouded with all this, like, well, we know eventually it's going to go to Roman or Brock or blah, blah, blah. Like, all this stuff is happening around it. For Joe to win it now, it would almost feel like, it, like, it's good, like you, you get this instinct that it's going to be temporary, and it shouldn't. Right? When Joe wins it, it's almost like you want this moment. Same thing for Nakamura. You want this moment where we're all sitting there going like, yeah, now is the time for that. We want, like you were talking about Seth Rollins cashing in the money in the bank. We were all, all of us taking a crap on that WrestleMania main event. None of us wanted either Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns to win that match. And we all loved Seth Rollins at the time. So when Seth Rollins cashed in, it was like this, like, yes, that's what we were looking for. And... It would be cool for Samoa Joe to win or Nakamura to win, but we don't want it bad enough yet. We got to keep wanting it. You got you to get teased. You got to get teased. I don't want no minute man. <laughs> you know? That's what she said. And so, and so, and so well I, think that, uh, I, think that, uh, I think that Brock, for that reason, leaves. And if he doesn't, give it to Braun. Do you ever foresee him going back to UFC? It's a tangential question. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, but, but here's the thing. I don't think he has to necessarily leave WWE to go to UFC. I think he has to take some time off WWE, but he takes time off WWE whenever regardless. So, you know, I think that, like, 
you look at the, the, the Brock Lesnar-John Jones discussion is obviously inspired by Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, right? And who is the guy that's with Conor McGregor at every Floyd Mayweather press conference? Dana White, right, because Dana White realizes that regardless of how this turns out, this is good news for the UFC. So if UFC is able to get together this massive money fight, it wouldn't be as big as Mayweather-McGregor, but it would be the biggest UFC fight of all time between John Jones and Brock Lesnar. I think Vince McMahon is smart enough, if Brock Lesnar is willing to, to say, well, if he's a WWE, if he's still affiliated with WWE going into this thing, win or lose, WWE comes out looking good because of all the attention that's going to be on it. I'll tell you what, though. You want to sell out T-Mobile Arena, you throw Heyman in that mix. I've said that since day well, I one. Mean, I, don't think, I don't think UFC I'm, fans are going to enjoy doesn't matter. Paul Heyman managing one of the... Like, I would, who would love that? Yeah, that would I mean, be sick. I mean, I think you're talking to the... Let's go to like Jim Norton's UFC podcast and be like, who wants Paul Heyman? Good, huh? create the divide. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Well, uh, uh, Katie, I appreciate you uh, out here joining me for the state of wrestling. I think there's, uh, you know, so much to talk about in this world. But uh, I do want a, a chance uh, to have a little interaction with this audience. Let's do it. And you love giveaways. I do love giveaways. So here's what we're going to do. And I haven't studied anything for this, and I'm also exhausted. <laughs> so uh, you guys may very well have an easy time with me, but... If anybody would like to try to stump me, and don't give me any cheap questions, like real wrestling trivia questions that people would know. But if anybody would like to stump me in wrestling trivia, right now, tonight, and you can go two out of three falls, because that's how we do it. This is Atlanta. I have these hoodies that have never been available. Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast on the front. Boo the Bad Guys is on the back. I mean, I know. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful hoodie. It's a beautiful hoodie. Anybody, and we've got, I've got them in a bunch of sizes. So uh, if anybody would like to attempt. It's very high quality, too, if I can add. Yes. It's a oh, good quality that's hoodie. Very, very comfortable. Uh, where's Hot that was Dog? My Christmas magic gift, microphone. So there he is. Good. Is there anybody? There he is. This guy right here. This guy's got guts. I like his chutzpah. This guy, uh, and you look very, very confident. I think I'm going to be losing a hoodie today. This is not good. You know, I had to pay to make these. Is it a new hoodie or did you All wear right. it? I know the answer to this question. But well, I'm... yeah, I mean, you can't ask me a trivia question you don't know the answer to. Oh. Because then I'll just say whatever I want. Oh, I, I thought you wanted me to ask you something like... You no, know, you ask me something that I don't know, and then okay. if I give you the wrong answer, you have to be able to be like, that's wrong. If you're like, I don't know, then oh, I'm going to be like, well, neither right. do I, so I'll it, just go with my it, answer. Let me just drive it home, too, cause get some clarity here. It's about wrestling, too, not like Sam's life. Yeah, We're on the same trivia. page. Yeah. Schwinn makes witch model bicycle. I don't... What? That's not what we're here for. All right. Okay, you got a question for me. Yes. Okay, tell me... And you know the answer. I know the answer. Ooh. But I'm curious to know if you know the answer. With that, yeah, okay. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Right. Who is the youngest WWE superstar to ever fight in the ring? The youngest superstar to ever be in a to WWE To ever make ring. a debut. Talk it through, Sam. Okay. So are we talking about... Obviously, we're talking about a name that we would recognize. Not like some young, like, jobber guy that nobody's ever heard of, right? Well, not necessarily a jobber. I mean, he had a feud with John Cena. Oh, so... Yeah, I'm already getting hints. This isn't Guess Who, man. Um, okay, yeah, because I was about to say... I was about to say... 
And I might be right if I say Jeff Hardy because he started when he was like 16 no. years old. Well, but I didn't say it. But I didn't say it, which is why I'm not saying Jeff Hardy. Seriously, <laughs> Sam, this is like a game of guess who. Did you ever play that? It's like, is she wearing a hat? Yeah. No, that was just like half the table there. How many of you guys think you know no the answer? No more hints. A lot of people know the answer. Okay, and he had a feud. He had a feud with John Cena, and he's not Jeff Hardy. Okay, I don't think it's Zach Gowan. I don't think he ever had a feud with John Cena. Look at you. You figured out a poker face over there. No, no more hints, huh? I love it. Um, Let's see. You know it, Paul? Of course you do. Um, you still got another, what, two falls. You have no idea, right? I could take an educated guess. Can Kate... No, 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 no. Hold no, I, I should take my guess and then Katie takes her guess. That's what's fair. Um, um, youngest superstar to ever compete in a ring who had a feud with John Cena. Um, I'm so... Mad. Oh. Well, technically, he, he gave... Now, I'm, I, I'm blanking right now, and I'm going to be mad and at it's, myself. And it's straight WWE, obviously. I mean, I'll, no I'll, I'll say... funny trick question. I, it's not... I'll say Randy Orton. It's not... I don't think it's, it's not right. But uh, what's your educated guess? You said you could take an educated guess. Yeah, well, I'm thinking it through, dude. Well, I, I don't have that, to talk out loud. I thought that when through. you said you could take an educated guess, you meant that you had a guess. Not that, like, oh, I better start thinking about this now. See, he threw me with the, the Cena thing. Yeah, me too. What's the answer? At the age of 19, it is Rene Dupree. Wow. All right. That was a good one. That was actually, that was a good one. Can you go? That deserved you, a hoodie. Can you go one more? Do you have another question? You want to go two out of three? I might just give you the hoodie. I might. That, do you want to go? You're done. All right. You, what, what, that was uh, strong. Yeah. Uh, I thought I just... Take a mental note of who he is, and we'll get his size. You want to you try? Okay, what, uh, uh, hot dog. Mike, this gentleman right here, what's your name, sir? Ira. Ira. Yeah. Okay, can I ask you a very old school question? Like, back, overall old school. I mean, you can go as far back as the 80s, but, like, you know. He, he you was start just throwing, If you start throwing Gorgeous George, Haystacks, Calhoun nonsense at me, <laughs> then no, you cannot do that. Oh, my God, he's got to come up with a new question now. He's like, ah, I was going to ask him about that classic between Gorgeous George and Haystacks Calhoun. <laughs> so you you do got not this, have... man. Get another, just whatever comes to your mind. You no longer have a question? No, 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 I have a question. Okay, what's your question? Right in that microphone. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> okay, so uh, what was the first title change ever in the history of WrestleMania? Okay. You got this. Let's see. I don't know. This is more complicated than it sounds. Title change in general? Like, it could be any title. Any or are you title. talking about WWF championship? No, uh, any title. Any title. I don't think any titles were changed at WrestleMania 1. Mm. I, there's a lot of mumbling, but I, I think they might also just be paying their bills. Um, <laughs> well, the Intercontinental title changed at WrestleMania 3. I feel like that's going too far. Uh, yeah. You're going to skip over two? Huh. You know two like the back of your hand, dude. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I know the main event, and I know that it was like a failed experiment in all three different cities, and it's a big cage match, and I know that uh, there's a battle royal, and, and the refrigerator Perry was there. I know all kinds of stuff. If, if you knew half this much about women? geography oh. or women. Um, Ira is the answer, WrestleMania three and the Intercontinental Championship? It's one. Well, the Intercontinental title change has WrestleMania 
Who, what was the title change? I believe it was Tito Santana. If you can't tell me that match, you're not getting that hoodie. No, right? No dice. It was Tito Santana versus Executioner. That was not for the title, was it? No, it was the... It was the take Boo! You have a question all the way back there? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you have to give him your shirt, sir. (laughs) That's how this works around here. All right, hot dog. This kid looks confident. What's your name? Jake. I love that he tested that mic. He's like, let's get ready for this. All right, Jake. What major city... Major city. ...had all five pay-per-views for the first time ever? In general? The first... I'll give, I'll give you a hint. Yes. No, no, no. no, 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 no yes. Yes. Oh, you you tell these people to be quiet. Shut your mouths. What's the hint? The Yankees play there. No. <laughs> they did count the King of the Ring as a major pay-per-view back then. So you're talking like 93 is when the King of the Ring was a major pay-per-view. Yes. Yes. So the King of the Ring has been in New York. It was in Long Island. But that wasn't until the Shane window spot in 2001 or so. Maybe 2002. 2001, yeah. So that's probably too late. I don't think they're having a WrestleMania in Ohio. They'd have a King of the Ring in Ohio, but I don't think WrestleMania would go to Ohio. For some reason, Ohio's sticking around. That rules out a lot right there. I mean, huh? Well, he's going two out of three falls. I'll tell you that right now. He's getting arrogant back there. He's going two out of three falls. Um, was it Chicago or Illinois? I let me guess too. Yeah, the state Chicago. You're right about my Is geography. Is your final answer, Katie? You guess. A little schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's kick his ass. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Th- I'm gonna go with Minneapolis. Okay, so Minnesota. You know, do you know the answer, Un- unknown person? You don't know, but it's not Minneapolis. Okay, what uh, young man is, your, is the answer? In 2006, Boston, Massachusetts oh. became the very first city to hold oh, all five city. major pay-per-views. Okay, that's fair. I did say city. You did say city. I like that. Let's give him a hand. Do you think you can go? Can you go two out of three? Can you go two out of three? You listen to me. Yes, I got a second question. Ooh, I love it. Little kid in a Goldberg shirt really showing up primetime, huh? Man, oh man, who thought this was going to end up like that? Well, my say Devastator, so that's why. Oh, I really hope this is like, who? I would just give the question, sir. (laughs) Thank you. I'll take your advice, ma'am. My second question is, Right. When out leaving from the buyout WCW, who has never left the company, the WWE company, from the major buyout of WCW? Okay, so you're saying like... How much did you have to drink? What contracted WCW personnel... Okay, so this is a guy who came from WCW. Yes. From the buyout. From the buyout. Was there until the end. Till now. Went to WWE. 
Um, I Whose guess... brothers, sisters, cousins, roommates... Huh, this is really... This, this is... Needed to refinance Really, uh... Tough, if I could just figure out... Who it could be. Is that your answer? No. You gotta answer it with verbal, dude. No, it's not my answer. Good, good call. No, Booker T's not my answer, if that's what you thought it was. That's ridiculous. Everybody knows Booker T went to TNA. <laughs> that guy in the red T-shirt just told me that. <laughs> I totally forgot. You didn't put in a final answer. You're still good. I know. I'm still fine. He's like, oh, I don't think so, but is that your final answer? No. 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 Regis Philbin, you are not. Um, nope. By the see. way, if this helps, this is my first podcast with you, so... He did the first no, podcast? No, this is my first podcast with you. What does that mean? Wait, does that mean like the first Do you time you know what that means? Ever listen to the podcast? No, his first podcast. No, I'm saying... Are you my... guys going to switch digits? No. I don't know when... How does this work? Yeah, I mean... No. Congratulations. I don't well, question not, once. This like, is my first everyone podcast walks out with a you, but my question... I appreciate that. I mean, you're not, like, booked... You know, it's not like a lot, a lot of, but I very much appreciate that. I, I, I'm just, uh, but my I'm just busting your chops. From the WCW buyout, who is still I got in it. the company I got today? It. See, that was, see, that was smart, Sam. You got, you built that extra time in there? No, I got it. I just, it just, I saw what you did there. Because I started going through all the personnel and then I started going through the list of people Katie Linendahl is friends with. Because Charles Robinson oh. has been there the entire time. Lil Nate himself survived through RefGate. Boom! You see that, Villa? That was strong. That was strong. Chuck, through and through. You want to go, go for the third fall, or are you tapping out? You can get it. Do get you want to quit? If you, if you want to get a question, if somebody wants to help Do you want to quit? You, that's fine, too. Do you want to quit? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to quit? <laughs> no, for real, though. We're having a fun time with you. We're just messing around. Do you yeah. go for three? Yeah. You can get a question from somebody else if you this, want. These it's are not, good questions. I mean, it's can me I versus get, the world uh, right help? now. Okay. You're going to help him out. Okay. SummerSlam, SummerSlam 1994. Undertaker versus himself, pretty much. Who... Full name status. Who is the full name of the real underfaker? Well, that was... Uh, that was uh, Full name. Well, it depends on the area. It, it was, uh, at one point, primetime Brian Lee. It was Chains from Disciples of Apocalypse. You know, that's... that's, that's his, I mean, that's his name. Is that not correct? Does that, do I not get full credit for primetime Brian Lee? That's, that's, that's... I mean, I don't go to the DMV... Social I don't go to the DMV number. with the guy. I just uh, just watch him on the TV, you know? But I think, I mean, what's the last name? Harris? How did Harris. Is his name Brian, Brian Lee Harris? Harris. I, even, I go to you in the hat with the beard. Like, every single time, I'm like, you tell me. This guy right there is, like, my conscious. I'm like, is she on to something? And he's like... Brian Lee Harris. And she's like, no, nobody knows that shit. Like, move on. I'll give you another one. You want to, you want to, does anybody else want to help this, uh, this young smart aleck? Okay, this guy. No, wait, let him have uh, it. He, he did the first two questions. Let him finish strong. 
What do you mean? I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. But I got I the like... mic now, though. No, no, no. I was gonna. I mean, no, like you still get credit for his question. Is what I'm saying. Like this is your. This kid is still playing. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Fine. All right. All right. Hope this isn't. What is the one and only pay per view to have a Hell in a Cell and a TLC match end the year? A Hell in a Cell and a TLC match, and what was the? In the same night, end the year. Hell in a Cell and a TLC match. So it's prop. Yeah, I got the year thing. So it's probably not Hell in a Cell or TLC, right? It would probably be. There's not that many TLC matches aside from the TLC pay-per-views. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I might be blanking on this one. Do you guys? Is this an easy one or? Look at this guy in the villain club shirt. Every single question, he's been like, "Yeah, dude, it's an easy one." <laughs> <laughs> is it? Am I going to kick myself after? Do you know? You don't know it, Katie. Educated guess? Yeah, if you Go want. Ahead. I don't have, I mean, educated guess. I don't have an educated guess. Yeah, you do. You can put a guess on WrestleMania 5. <laughs> <laughs> the mega powers collide in a TLC hell in a cell. Wait, I'm sorry, then I didn't understand the question. It's a pay per view where a TLC and a hell in a cell match happened on the same show. The same card. Say, I understand. They didn't do the same. There's no show that. that's lasted that. more than a year. Yeah, that's tough. No, no clue, right? Okay, what's 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 the answer, guy? The answer is Unforgiven 2006. John oh. Cena versus Edge for the TLC, and DX versus the McMahon's in Big Show and Great Hell in a Cell. Great job. You know what? I might give you, both no, of no, you guys no. hoodies. You guys both did great. You guys both did great. That's generous of you, Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you all a big thank you for coming out and supporting the show tonight. Uh, hopefully, it's some, is this something you'd like to see us do again? Okay, and we'll build out uh, uh, all new concepts. Can we give a hand? Well, let's give a hand for uh, uh, the world's strongest, Mark Henry, huh? How amazing was that that he showed up? And Skylar Aston? Skylar Aston was great. Did I not get... I got Dan Soder to do all the voices. I got him to do all of them. And let's give a huge round of applause to uh, a, a person who none of this would be the same uh, without Miss Emmy Award winning of Katie Dot Show, Katie Lindendahl. And I mean, I'm telling you guys, we started this podcast. I, I mean, when I started it, I started by myself, and I mean, I still do it by myself in my living room, but, but when I started the thing, it wasn't, I didn't know if it would stick, I didn't know what kind of support it would get, and I mean, looking at the responses I get, getting the downloads, meeting you guys in person is like my favorite thing in the world, um, and I, I can't believe, I'm blown away always by the support that you guys have given the show, um, and, and I appreciate every good response, I appreciate every criticism, every... Every time I hear that the podcast affects anybody in any sort of way, uh, it, it totally blows my mind. So thank you all for being such amazing, amazing fans. I hope to see a lot of you tomorrow. And can we Caroline's. give Sam an amazing round of applause? He put okay. in so much work for this. All right. Ton of work. You, you don't have to applaud. Just buy a T-shirt on your way out, and we'll call it even. Thank you all very much. Uh, if you want a hoodie... Uh, and both of you, find Hot Dog, and we'll get your sizes, and we'll, uh, we'll hook it up. Uh, the rest of you, thank you so much, and I'll see you all again soon. Thank you, everybody. Nobody builds 5G. 
like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.